Yep. Three, We're, two, I already one. hit it. <laughs> I already hit Ladies it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. What up? To this evening's Hero Hour Escape from Reality. What episode are we on now? Five? Uh, six. 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 Ooh. We're getting there. Episode <laughs> six, bro. Yes. I love it. How we doing tonight, folks? How's it been? Dude. How you been? It's been. It's, it's been. been. It's so been. before we get into the big shit, the mm -hmm. the Comic-Con stuff. Ugh. How was the Tampa okay. Bay Comic-Con? So was it worth it? Yes. It is worth so it is okay. This is how worth it it is, by the way. It is 30 minutes from the house. Oh, wow. I will, next time, next year, I will get a hotel and stay there. Hell yeah. Like, I'll get a hotel and stay down there because it's just worth not having to pay, like, screw with traffic and parking and all that stuff. Right. Um, you know, I'm used to Ohio Con, which is more anime, you know, mm -hmm. inspired anyway. Um, this one was kind of a, a conglomerate of everything. It was comic anime i mean it was just kind of across the board there was gi joe stuff there was like old school stuff there too okay um so but it was it was i mean it was massive dude now did it they was, have any panels like did yes. they like do they yes. do panels at other cons yeah like it's what the exact same thing so like well here i i downloaded <laughs> the app because we kept getting lost trying to find things <laughs> they have their own like convention app um okay let me see if I can figure out how to work this thing. Okay, so this it, just—it's it, kind of gives you a rundown. I don't know if this sh says the panels or anything, but like, um, <laughs> there was a Lego building room. Um, there was okay. signing booths. Like, basically, this—I'm trying to explain to you i mean just picture a, a huge convention hall uh-huh and the long back wall and yeah. the short side wall was all signatures holy shit like that was all um celebrities whether it be voice actors or actors like dean kane was there william shatner you gotta you kind of have to have a big con to have william shatner yeah <laughs> yeah for real were, um, were there any like mega stars i mean obviously william shatner was a mega star yeah, years yeah. before um, our time were there any like mega stars of our generation um like no, did we have any um, kevin conroy's had, like, troy no, baker like uh summer glow um i'm trying to think of some other ones um you know mer his name's jason from uh what's it What's that show called? The Jokesters or something like that? Oh, they... Impractical Jokers. That's it. He was there. Was he really? Uh, yeah, he was there. He was doing stand-up all three days, and he was doing signatures and whatnot. So that was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Um, of course, Sean was there. That's the one I was uh, happy about. Uh, Lewis and Daniel uh, Moncada, the twins from Breaking Bad. Oh, shit. They were there. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, there was, there was some, you know, it wasn't just like older generation or you know guys have been around forever you know there were still some, some right, guys right. that um now we're familiar with let me ask you this was meeting sean so you know how a lot of people oh. a lot of people are always like oh, i'll never meet your heroes because they're never going to be what you expect right 
how so, how was your interaction with sean okay so we got there we got there kind of late um i think we got into the convention like 12 30. okay um the doors opened at 10 30. so we got there pretty late yeah yeah but we made a beeline for sean like we were like all right let's go get the signature let's go get the uh photo op mm -hmm. and we can just peruse the whole convention because as we're walking through my this place is massive right right um so we go straight there um we get in line the line was i mean it really wasn't that long there was maybe 50 people in the line okay it, it wasn't stupid long i've waited a lot longer for less you know right 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 um, we get in line you know go all the way through we get to the line and i can hear like we get like two or three people from the autograph and i can hear sean talking about like he needs to eat something. He hasn't eaten since 7.30. I'm like, get this man a pizza. You know, I'll go buy a pizza. <laughs> you know, I was at that point. <laughs> and uh, he was like, I got to go to lunch. He's like, I feel like I'm going to pass out. I'm like, I, I get it. Like, you've been standing here from basically 9.30. It's going on 1 o'clock now. Right. And uh, he hasn't eaten. And he's got digestive issues anyway. Like, he's got, he's a, yeah, anyway. So, literally doo, 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 first guy up and they're like he's gonna go on lunch I, no <laughs> you know it was one of those it was like he's right there you son of a bitch but he even like as he's getting ready to walk away he's like guys i'll be back he's like i gotta go eat something he's like i don't really feel that great blah 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 and i'm like i just i was at that point where like just do you you know go take right, care right. of yourself yeah gotta I, you take know, care I, of yourself i want you to come back if uh, you know i want you to have issues he's he's a human being all these people are you know right so they were like okay he, he, it was funny because his handler was like all right we're gonna take a quick break and sean like has his putting his backpack on he whips around he's like i'm going to lunch don't tell them we're going on a quick break he's like because you make it sound like i'm gonna be back in 15 minutes and i'm not <laughs> And uh, so he's like, all right, we're going to go on lunch. He gets an hour. So we stood there and uh, we waited. Like, literally, I was oh, the really? next person in line. And we waited there because there was maybe 20 people behind us. Probably a good and idea. Some of them left. Some of them left. They were like, I ain't fucking waiting. Blah, blah. I'm like, I got all the time in the world. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, right. And uh, so, yeah, he went on lunch. And I mean, it took a little longer than <laughs> it was funny because we were standing with some guys and they were actually pretty cool. Like we were joking and ha carrying on having a good time he finally like he took a little longer than an hour and one of the guys was like man does this dude eat like goku too or something you know because <laughs> goku in the in the in the shows he just mouths down on piles of food right right, right. well i so mean you have like, to you're a god he's he's a god and he's trained so he's he's constantly intaking food and yeah so we were like, is this dude, is he the eat like Goku? You know, is he take on the full personification of Goku? And about that time he walks in and everyone starts cheering and he's like, sorry guys, I had to eat like Goku. And we're like, yes. <laughs> like it was just one of those things like, you know, between the, me and this other guy. But uh, he got there and he's like, guys, I'm so sorry. It took a little longer, blah, blah, blah. And I had my, I, we'd already paid and we kind of moved down and I, I took my drawing that I did out, which I'll show it for people who can see this on youtube yeah 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 but uh i took it out and set it down we were waiting he comes around the corner and he like slams his hands down on the table and he's like all right who drew this and he looks at, like and obviously i'm standing right in front of him but he couldn't tell like who in the line was there and i was like i did and he goes 
this is awesome. I'm like, oh, that felt good. <laughs> like, I don't even need you to sign it now. Like that itself, you know, was was badass. Yeah, um, full disclosure, like, everybody. You know that yeah. I I told Doug like 15 times how good it was. So I guess I'll just go fuck myself. My no, my opinion my didn't matter, like, but Sean no, Schmeckel or whatever his name is. <laughs> I even had my uh, my sister-in-law who draws, like, she's a very good artist. She draws stuff for cons all the time. She has that same mind concept as me where I don't want to just take a random figure or a pop to have them sign, you know? Right, I want something yeah. to have a little more meaning. So this was the first time I've drawn something right. and had someone sign it. But uh, this, is, this is what we got. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, go. dude, that's fucking awesome, bro. Yeah. That's that looks so that's what good. I, what I got drawn up, and uh, possibly get, and more than likely going to get this as a tattoo. Also. You absolutely uh, should, bro. You um, absolutely should. Just get it like it's, right it's here. It's going to be such a good piece. Get it yeah. like right here on your arm. It's going to be full color and everything. And then that'd be so gnarly. Right off to the side, or you know, somewhere incorporated in it. That would be so gnarly, but dude. He uh, you know, he's like, dude, this Lord. is awesome. He signs it, and we did the picture. Uh, we did the Kamehameha, and I had my damn boo hat on, dude. I, I was saw that. Up. Oh, my God. I was so warm. <laughs> but uh, he was like, and he like, as he turned away, you know, I got ready to turn away, and he kind of like, hey, man, I really appreciate you waiting. And he like fist bumped me and stuff. I'm like, that's awesome, dude. I got you, dude. Like, he was really cool about it. Like, he wasn't a dick by any means. So that's it awesome. It was one of those things where, yeah, you know, you, they say don't meet your, you know, your heroes or whatever because you don't, you don't want to be disappointed right. but it was one of those things where it's like i'm willing to risk it you know right absolutely dude but dude, we awesome. walked around for four and a half hours jesus and didn't see everything we we end up like the wife was hurting so we we called it quits right there was a few things i saw where i was like oh i want that i want that i want that did like, you buy anything i didn't but we went back today. <laughs> That's where I was of today. Of course. Yeah, we went back and we we ended up parking closer, so it was a lot better of it because we got there at like nine thirty. The doors opened at ten thirty, and dude, it was so like we walked straight in. There was a few things that I saw the last time. I was like, I kind of want to get these, so I, I got one of my Holy Grail. It's not to many people, but I got a Holy Grail uh, figure that I've been searching for. And it's the Super oh, Saiyan nice. God that you you can't even find it anymore. Um, if you do, you're paying like a hundred plus dollars. Right, right. Um, we end up getting this one and another one for the steel. Um, That's awesome. That spirit spider figure I told you about that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. They had one. So you bought they it? Were, well, they were a little high. The guy they wanted 90 bucks for it and the guy was like i'll take 80 because on sundays sunday's your deal day right yeah friday's your scout sunday's your do your everything see what you want you know? right and then sundays are like all right these people are wanting to get rid of shit and they're gonna cut some deals so the guy was like 90 i'll take 80. I'm like it wasn't worth 80 to me because you can get that figure like wasn't it like 50 bucks it was like 50 bucks yeah and i'm like mm, i'm not gonna let buying a, a con get in my head because that has happened before i've bought right. some things overpriced because of it so i hopped on ebay and was like it was a buy it now option for 50 bucks like <laughs> so that's on its way <laughs> yeah dude see um, that is that is my only fear because yeah 
I don't know about you, but I'm like a hundred percent dead set on going to San Diego next year. Yeah. For the no. legit, like the big boy Comic Con, mm -hmm. I'm like dead set on it. I am so fucking scared that I'm gonna let that get into my head where I'm just like, well, I am gonna buy I, everything. I am big on trying to find like there's certain things that you will find deals on. Right. Right. Like this figure that I got, this little pop, and this other one we got, you know, together you were I mean, we were looking at like 200 250 bucks mm -hmm. because it was sunday i was like take 150 for both and they were like yep so you know you you can get some deals um right. there's this other guy dude this is the craziest thing this blew my mind this is some like inception shit i was, off, <laughs> I was on instagram like a week before this and i maybe it was because it was like oh you're in the area uh -huh. but there's this guy his name is dominic glover and he does these incredibly detailed prints of just all anime he was there. He was there. I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> uh, he was there at the show and I'm like, wow, like th my mind is blown. So I end up getting again. Sorry for the people just listening on other channels, but I'm going to show my stuff. <laughs> you can check us out on Facebook gaming Facebook. in order to see this stuff. That Doug dude and Brones. So we, oh, we dude. That is wicked. Badass, this badass Vegeta. To get the glare out of there. That is wicked. And then. That's still the Vegeta. <laughs> I dropped the wrong one. Oh, hell yeah, dude. So the Ultra Instinct Goku. That's awesome. And he has these same prints in like a shifting uh -huh. so they as you look at them they shift from one thing to another that's fucking sick and then this brawly hell yeah so those he yeah he has the prints where like it's one of those where if you shift it it kind of changes from one picture oh, to another. okay and uh he has those as well but are you gonna the put deal... them on the wall behind you yeah yeah i'm I think I'm going to put those like right here. Yeah. That's what I was kind of figuring. Yeah. Yeah. That's because awesome. I've got, I got a frame for my signature as well. And I got a frame for another picture that I've got signed, but did I 100% recommend if you're in the area or even if you're not, if you're a couple hours out and you're near Tampa, 100% worth it. Hell yeah. Hotel, come down, check it out. It, you will, it will have a good time. And of course the cosplayers that were there were, like they were awesome were so, they they were they had a 1960s justice league and it was all like older people dressed up as all of the justice league characters and that's it was, fucking it was awesome. so cool i'll have to i'll have to send a picture to you that is Dude, awesome. awesome i loved it like that's they did cool. a, a very good job like you <laughs> they had hawk or uh, was it hawkeye or not hawkeye it was hawk girl i forget what his name is green arrow <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's Hawk something. I can't Hawk remember. Not, I think it is Hawkman. Or is it, Hawk. or is it the, uh, wait, d okay. Does he look like a big ass bird or is he wearing red and white? No, he had like the, like gold mask with the like feathers on top of it. Oh, uh, that's Hawkman. Yeah. Hawkman. So they took this picture and it's all of them. And I, like I said, I think there was like 
There was like seven or eight of them. It was like the whole Justice League. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and all of them are looking at the camera except Hawkman. He's like, <laughs> because it's like they're all old and on walkers. That's fucking and shit, awesome. It was so good. It was it was hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. Highly recommend. <laughs> if you, even if you're scared to go to your local con, go. You go for one day and go on the Saturday. Check it out. That way you know. Right. Do it. I promise you'll have a good time. Oh, fuck. I'm pretty See, sure there's some good ones in Philly as well. Yeah, there's Wizard Con. I've wanted to go mm -hmm. there, but I don't have anyone to go with. Like that that was I yeah. I'm a weird person when it comes to going out like in public. I don't like yeah. to go anywhere by myself. You know, well, I I'm with you and Con is one of those things where it definitely is It's more enjoyable. It's enjoyable. A group or at least another person because yeah. you can both enjoy the whole thing. But yeah. Exactly. You like I, I don't like going to the movies by myself. I don't like going to cons yep. by myself. I don't like going to shooting ranges by myself because it's more enjoyable. Enjoy it with everyone else. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it's more yeah. enjoyable when you have more people with you. Is that a mm -hmm. is that a big ass bottle of hot sauce sitting on your futon? <laughs> That is a giant sriracha bottle. Yeah, there is there is no. Okay, so it has no sriracha in it, but it contained a bottle of sriracha. Sorry, I've been looking at that thing for like the last. How long have yeah. we been recording? Seventeen, 17 minutes? minutes. I've been looking at that for the last seventeen minutes, and I was just so confused on what it was. I, all I see is a big ass chicken in the center of that. I was like, I need to ask. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big old bottle of Silasat. So it was sitting over here on this end of the futon, but like as I'm gaming, I realized that like I covered it up. Yeah. And people love the Sriracha bottles. So I was like, I gotta make sure everyone can see that. Cause when the lights are on, it oh, it's perfect. Cause I was gonna say, I don't remember seeing that the last time. Yeah. So yeah, it was over here behind me, and I'm like, I gotta move it. Oh so like the last God. few streams I moved it over here in between. I got Iron Yoshi and Kirby. Iron Yoshi. <laughs> Iron Yoshi. <laughs> uh, sorry that I'm yawning so much. I'm, dude, I went to sleep at three o'clock this morning. Sure. We went to bed early because we knew we had to get out of here early. Granted, it was only, like I said, it's like a 28 minute drive. Dude, we, we, we could not have picked, side note, we could have not have picked a better location to move. Yeah, right? Just where we're at and how close we are to everything. That's awesome. It's insane hell yeah so we have besides con we have a lot to talk about so much Ladies to talk about dude san diego comic-con has introduced us more specifically the marvel hall has introduced us to what we are calling what are the, what they are calling the multiverse saga and here we I literally just have this pulled up like in between both of our faces. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna... I have it pulled up on my other monitor, but I, I'm just I'm blown away. Like you and I were getting the notifications and sending Bro. them to each other. <laughs> I don't, how we didn't overlap <laughs> on a single one, I don't know. But Dude. There is so much coming up. But they, what they call this phase? Four, phase uh, five and six uh yeah phase five and six dude yeah holy fuck just my i mean this is literally so you know the first iron man came out in what 2008 yes so 
since 2008, right? We have been, you know, we've we've come accustomed to these characters. Iron Man, Cap, Thor, uh, Banner. I mean, just the the core group, right? Yes. But we haven't seen many branches, you know? Just recently, we've seen the branch off to more characters. Right. Knight, Miss Marvel, um, you know, just it. And I'm so glad that we're finally branching out because those characters are very important. Wow. Important. Very They're imp super very important, imp guys. They're very important for everything. They're super no. important. Super duper. <laughs> uh, they're very important for literally all the stories. They really are. Together. They really are. And now we're seeing more. I love it. I love oh, it. Dude, I'm so stoked. Fuck me, man. How do I stop yawning? <laughs> to put your thumb on the roof of your mouth. No, just don't do that. That's for <laughs> that's for <a> brain freeze. <laughs> so if we are both on the same page, the first thing we see, which is actually coming up here I think fairly soon. I can yeah. figure out if we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. This one. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, what am I looking at? I was like, am I looking at the phone or am I looking at the glare? <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yes, we are on the same page. So, All right. uh, hold on. gentlemen, the first thing. First off, to be completely clear yeah. with, with the current phase that we're in, none yeah. of the shit was adding up. Nothing was making sense. You know, obviously, no. in Loki, we get introduced to Jonathan Majors, who plays yep. He Who Remains, but also... Yep. At the end of Loki stated that there was a variant of his named Kang who is keen on taking over the entire fucking universe. Yeah, so and, that was and we're our talking first. Another Thanos level yes. villain. Probably even worse than Thanos, because if you remember, Thanos yeah. needed the glove to be as powerful as he was, whereas Kang is just, just fucking dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You he, know, he can control the multiverse just by being there so so there there yeah. was a lot of things that made zero sense when we when yeah. i was watching all of these movies and these tv shows and i was like how the fuck is this building up at all yeah. to anything that we may or may not know is coming you know mm -hmm. what i mean i was like how the hell you know as much as i love the moon knight show by the way, if yeah. you haven't seen Moon Knight yet, you are missing out. It is absolutely 10, 10 incredible. Such a phenomenal show. It's but so good. as I was watching Moon Knight, I was like, how does this connect with literally anything that we yeah. have watched? I know that it's canon to the MCU because in the one episode when uh, when Steven first gets the, the pin-up suit mm -hmm. or the three-piece suit, you yeah. see you see that uh that organization that was formed for people that came back after the snap yeah, on that yeah, bus yeah. on that uh yep. that big double decker bus yep you see that i was like boom there's our first indication that that moon knight is happening some point after the events mm -hmm. of infinity war and endgame yeah so i was like okay that's a little bit of a connection, but what about everything else? You know, multiverse literally of madness. Nothing about, yeah, literally nothing else about uh, Moon Knight. 
connected it. Not at all. It but was then, which was kind of nice. I mean, it was nice to have oh, yeah. some separation from everything without too many tie-ins and being like, oh, well, this is what's going to, you know. Right, right. That. It like was that. it was nice having a little bit of a separation in Moon Knight because we mm -hmm. really needed to understand, for people that don't know about the character, we really needed a yeah. full-fledged origin and explanation about his, uh, his mental disorder mm -hmm. and all of that other stuff. We needed to know what was going on with him and each one of his personalities. So I thought that they yeah. did a very good job with that. The only other thing that has come out in phase four that makes sense and is connecting to this overall multiversal saga is Multiverse of Madness, where they first yeah. introduced the Illuminati and showed us bouncing well, uh, between like a version. Well, a version of the Illuminati, yes. A it's version the of the Illuminati. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But um so yeah, I was like, okay. It's also the first time we're seeing that literal multiverse other than Spider-Man. Right, yeah. Like, you, you know, you brought three of the same character to one universe, so okay, I, I get there's a multiverse, but yeah, they didn't really explain in those verses, is there other people? Well, know? see, yeah, I was going to say that the... Uh, they stated in No Way Home that the that both Andrew Garfield's version of Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire's version of Spider-Man don't have an Avengers team. An right. Avengers team does not exist on either one of in their Earths. Universe is correct. So, by the way, that movie was way overhyped. Loved it. Don't get me wrong. Loved that movie. Uh, you know, definitely not the best one. It was very good. Um, in the sense of seeing all three together, uh, yeah. Because we, you know, we've we've both had the discussion. The Tobey Maguire Spider Mans are a little lackluster. Yes. Okay. Looking back now, it's like nah, I could I could just not watch those and yeah. I'd be okay. If you're watching them now as an adult and you grew up Ugh. with those films, watching them you're now like, as an adult is wrong with those me? movies are fucking garbage. But you. Just putting it's that the Sam, out there. It's the Sam Raimi toss. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, I get it. Whatever. I, I mean, Sam he, Raimi did, universe. he did good with Multiverse of Madness, though. I got to give him that. I loved Multiverse. But for me, I think it was not necessarily the storyline of No Way Home or whatever it was right. called. But it was the fact of seeing all three of those characters. Right. Yeah. Come to, like the whole thought process of that mm -hmm. come to fruition. And then the the one big thing, obviously, for most people, this shouldn't be a spoiler, but if it is, you, you should have seen it by now. Yeah, if it is, um, tough shit. <laughs> uh, Andrew Garfield's character kind of getting his redemption right, yes. by saving MJ. I mean, that was yep. a huge moment because in the comics and in the movie, obviously, that destroyed him. I mean, it would anybody. It would a hu normal yep. human being, let alone When he lost team. Gwen. And he loses Gwen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So him getting that redemption to save MJ, I mean, it was just like earth shattering, mm -hmm. like that message that they, like you could see it in his face. It was like a lift of pain. You yeah. Know? 100%. And I think those few scenes and just the interaction between the three, mm -hmm. I liked a lot. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Movie itself was it me. There was a lot of plot holes, a lot of plot yeah, holes in yeah. that movie. I mean, like, the the one thing that really annoyed me with that was like they brought in charlie cox 
just to confirm mm -hmm. that he was coming back as Matt Murdock Daredevil. Yeah. There was nothing leading and up to him coming back. Universe. And yeah. he, he showed up for literally one scene seconds. for, yeah, like 30 seconds. Oh, you're cleared of all your charges. Boom, catches a brick from behind. Like, yeah, I'm a very good so lawyer. How do you do that? Like, I'm a good lawyer. Like, it's kind of cheesy, so but all right. where the fuck did you come from? Because I yeah. remember I, I read that they like had to cut a bunch of scenes out. And one of those scenes was like a long interrogation of Peter. And Charlie the, Cox was supposed to appear as his lawyer to like yep. going from point A to what we got in the movie with him being cleared of all of his charges. So I was like, yeah. okay, that's kind of bullshit. Like, it was like they completely cut, you know, a good 30 minutes of footage yeah. that would have explained or made that a little bit better. Right. It would have made a lot more sense. There, there were moments that... Yeah, like, like you said, there there was moments where I was just like, how did we get from this point to this point? You yeah. know, but, but yeah, we're not here so, to talk about that. We're here to talk no, about Comic-Con, baby. Common. Holy what's shit. Common? The fucking multiverse saga. It has finally yeah. been announced on what kind of saga we're getting this time. Oh, my God, dude. I I've got to say right off the bat, this saga these three phases, four, five, and six, are gonna absolutely blow Infinity Saga out of the water. I think so. One, dude, um, I am so fucking excited. So fucking excited. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this, you know, obviously Marvel is here to stay. A hundred percent. Marvel is not going anywhere with their, especially with, you know, you got Marvel, DC, or Marvel, DC. Marvel, Disney, and mm -hmm. Sony kind of interacting well. Yeah. For the oh first yeah. Time in a very long time. Like Absolutely. We, you know, Marvel and Sony have had their. They've been button heads for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, so seeing this, I, I love seeing all this come together. Like you said, right. you know, the first introduction we've had to the multiverse was Spider-Man, and then Multiverse of Madness really opened up the door to a lot of things that. You know, for some people who aren't familiar with comics or these comics, don't understand what that actually opened up. Mm -hmm. Seeing the Illuminati, seeing those characters, again, spoiler, if you don't know, if you haven't seen it, um, Fantastic Four, freaking uh, Professor X. Now, the fact that they used the 1980s Professor X was kind of like, that's weird. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it you know, also and, showed us the Inhumans as well with Black yes. Bolt. So right. we're bringing, they are all coming to fruition. Now, like they're just, they're popping out of the woodworks, man. So everything is coming together. And this is, this, this saga is going to show it all. Now, not just like one character from each. I can say, I can say that I'm pretty sure they're going to redo the entirety of it, of the Inhumans. Because the Inhumans yeah. TV show was actually oh. part of the MCU. It was. I looked back. And it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was horrible. Nobody watched yeah. it. No. So given I that, tried to rewatch it and uh I didn't even bother. I didn't even bother because I, 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 I read like nothing but bad things about it. So I just yeah. didn't even waste my time. But um yeah. so we're we're opening the doors to everything. The yeah. first family, 
the Fantastic Four. Mm. Mutants, the Inhumans, fucking all kinds of crazy shit that is just coming together and is going to be the bread and butter, the meat and potatoes of this entire saga. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of Marvel characters come together um, mm -hmm. that we've seen individual movies about over the years from the start. Yes. So we're going to see X-Men and Avengers. We're going to see those two groups together. Um, and I, the, the fact that they're finally bringing in mutants to the MCU. I'm so excited. Because we haven't seen that at all. I'm yet. so excited. So, but it's... yeah, first up, what we have coming up in august actually is she hulk so excited. so that one's you know i'm i'm not familiar with she hulk i know like a few tidbits the, there's a few things that are big with her storyline she's a very what's the word promiscuous person <laughs> in, in in both like as she hulk she is very confident yeah she will get what she wants hell yeah the other thing which is, I think, is so cool to do in comics and in the, you know, comic shows. She breaks fourth wall. Yep. Just like Deadpool. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited to see that because she would literally, in the comics, if you would, like, read the comics from She-Hulk, she was literally, like, pulling thought bubbles because I didn't say that. You know, she's talking mm -hmm. to the reader. She's talking about the art. You know, it's so cool to see that. So I right. love that. I'm, I'm curious. excited. I'm, I am too. I want to see where that goes. So I watched the trailer and mm -hmm. on my screen, like there's the video right there. We're not going to play it because it, it'll take too That'll long. You you guys can look it up on YouTube. Check Official yep. She-Hulk trailer. Uh, a couple things yep. I noticed in the trailer and like I feel we're going to do this for every single one yep. just to like give a breakdown of each individual. So the one the, there's a couple things i noticed and uh my favorite one i'm gonna mention last oh i know but uh <laughs> but um so we get to see tim roth again as the abomination which if yep. you didn't know if you didn't know the uh edward norton incredible hulk is a part of the mcu but there was a falling out with edward norton that's why mark ruffalo now plays the hulk not enough money yep not enough money but uh, that was different times back then as well. Yeah. But um, so Tim Roth is going to be back as the Abomination. This is the third time that we're going to get to see him in the right. MCU. The first yeah. time being the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk. Then uh, Multiverse. or uh, Yeah, Shang-Chi. Not Multiverse. Yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi. And now fighting. we get to see him back in like She-Hulk. So the, the one thing I liked from Shang-Chi and that they've stayed with is that they changed his design completely. They So the Abomination we had in the Ed Norton was not the Abomination. Looked nothing like Abomination. It was literally like <laughs> just a disgusting monster, right? Yeah. So kind of like you know, a zombie, we, like a... Yeah, it was weird. It was basically like they took a skeleton, you mm -hmm. know, someone who didn't have hair or nothing, you know, and then they just went... And they blew it up <laughs> pretty much that's, what, that's the abomination we got um the abomination i'm glad we're seeing is the one we got in shang chi the more the comic one accurate one exactly and the one we're seeing now in she hulk yeah so. now i also noticed they're changing the origin of how she became 
She-Hulk just a little bit. So in the yeah. comic books, in the comic books, she was attacked because she was about to put somebody on trial. She was attacked and she was gunned down. She was on the verge of death. And in order yep. to save her life, Bruce Banner infused her wounds with some with of his, his blood. blood. Yep. Now in this one, if I'm not mistaken, she saves him from a car crash. Car wreck? Yeah. Yeah, oh, like a car, a car wreck. wreck together. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't really show. It's in the trailer. Again, if you want to check it out, go find it. Yeah. But there's a, literally just a, a, I mean, a five, six second clip she's laying there like the car's already wrecked she's laying yeah. there with him in her lap and like you see the gamma go through her veins and it's like oh so maybe she got cut he got cut and you know well i'm assuming that. that she had an open wound at some point yeah, well i mean i would imagine so they were in a car wreck so i would assume that she had a couple open wounds obviously bruce banner was bloodied mm -hmm. his blood got into one of her open wounds and boom she hulk was born yeah not a bad change I can I can get behind it because it's not like a it's, big it's thing. Not crazy, yeah. You yeah. know, but I mean, you know, it could work. It could not work. Who knows? I guess we're gonna find out in the show. I did Which notice is, as know. well. She's gonna be a little hoish. Well, I mean, she is in the comics. Well, yeah. So, I mean, she's a ho I, for I show. Yeah, I, I think it's <laughs> funny. Like, I think it's funny that they're bringing that in. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude so excited now the go ahead i was gonna say in the comics she's literally had uh relations <laughs> with all of the avengers oh so, yeah she was a I, hoe for show oh yeah and now the most exciting the most exciting bit of all which was at the well, very end of the trailer yeah daredevil in not only Daredevil, in the classic in. yellow and red suit. Uh, ah! at first, so when I first saw the trailer, I missed the clip where he kind of like, yeah, it does right, a somersault in. in the midair. Yeah, and uh, and then I was watching it, and then all I really saw was like when they did this the pan up. So it right. looked like the black suit. And I think I texted you that it was a black suit. And I was like, after watching it, it's actually the like classic red and yellow. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Dude, I just want to know how many episodes he's going to be in. Apparently he's going to be in a few. All of them. I don't think he's going to be in all of them. He is. I is he actually? The yeah. I was looking up the, the character list for it. And it uh, looks like there's going to be nine episodes. Uh-huh. He's in all nine. Oh shit! Holy yeah. shit! Let's go. Like it, it lists um, like how long like that character is gonna be in the series, you know? Uh huh. Um, and yeah, he's gonna be in all nine. Fuck yeah! So, so we've got go um, Jennifer Walters, who is She-Hulk, Bruce Banner, Daredevil, Abomination, Tatiana, which is, if I'm not mistaken, she's like She-Hulk's nemesis yeah she she's a bad bitch yeah uh wong and then nikki ramos which nikki i believe is um jennifer's best friend she's like they're in okay the same law firm they're all in they're in all nine episodes together they've also got an arrow alumni coming into the show mr josh segura aka yep. prometheus 
from Arrow season five. I'm excited to see what his role is going to be. I'm I'm assuming yeah, he's going to be like an agent. I'm thinking so. Um, it's not even listed. Yeah, it as says to the, what he's playing. Yeah, it says he's in an undisclosed role. But yeah, so we'll see. That comes out August seventeenth, so next month yep. we've got a yep. little bit to go. Got a couple yep. weeks, and then we get to we that's get to witness first, her. That's the first big Marvel coming up since Multiverse of Madness. Yep. No. Minus must Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Next yeah. up, we've next got is a big one. Secret Invasion. So, for people not familiar with Secret Invasion, this is the introduction of a lot yeah. secret invasion um has to do with scrolls trying to take over earth 616 mm -hmm. um they're real basically... quick you keep talking i'm gonna go grab some water i'm super thirsty All right, <laughs> um so there was a pre-skull war again if you do, you're not familiar with that you can do a little bit of research um a lot of the earth superheroes came together and created the illuminati so this is this is what we're hoping and when browns gets back i'm gonna give him some shit because he should be here anyway uh this is where the true illuminati comes from um and the true illuminati we've got iron man mr fantastic namor black bolt professor x and dr strange um they basically confront the scrolls so and a whole lot of other things sorry about that <laughs> now that you're back <laughs> say uh, it all I again was, yeah i'm gonna say <laughs> it again no I, I was telling them that you know the, so the, the plot behind the secret invasion um was after the kree skull war um the illuminati was finally created so this should be our first real look at the real Illuminati. Not to say the last one that we just saw wasn't. Right. But this should be the one that's around for a little longer. Right. right. <laughs> um, and it includes Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, Namor, Black Bolt, Professor X, and Doctor Strange. Right, um, right. That's the classic Illuminati. The and Illuminati what, that we know. Yeah. And basically what it is is they confront the scrolls um, and they warned that a future invasion attempts on earth would mean further like they're just they're telling them like if you plan to attack earth you're gonna shit's gonna go bad right um and obviously they go through with it <laughs> so, right right um and we've already kind of seen some scroll interaction with like portraying certain characters yeah like, we've seen uh, a scroll as Nick Fury, and we've seen a scroll as Maria Hill. So we've already seen kind of them like, all right. And there's also been a lot of theories and a lot of questions as to are there scrolls playing some of the characters we've already seen? Ooh, like that we've seen die. That's a good. That's a good theory because I mean. It would make sense. It would make sense because there are quite a few characters that don't act like their comic book selves. Right. So I we'll just see. wish we knew a little bit more. 
I wish we knew a little bit more about Secret Invasion. I mean, obviously, they don't want to give us all the details well, on no. everything yet. And so. honestly, you're only going to get so much with reading the comic. Because, I mean, while they've done very good throughout the years pulling aspects, you know, that's not like straight from the comic book. Right. Um, but I'm just hoping that we do see an Illuminati group in mm. this, this film. I, I think I think if we don't see the Illuminati group we'll at least either see some of them or hear mention of them because Tony Stark is dead you yeah. know yeah so obviously he's not going to be around to, to you know be involved but I'm sure they'll they'll think of something in order for things to make sense you know right well and and the thing too with this secret invasion is this is gonna be the true this is what i was talking about like the true introduction of mutants and yeah superheroes um this is this is a huge storyline well it's not a very long storyline it's a huge storyline and the fact of how many characters it brings together right right so yeah I, i'm i'm excited about that one and obviously we've got secret wars as well yep which that's a little further on down the list but they they go together they, yeah they kind of in they go you know one right after the other i'm excited um, so you know i'm excited to see i think those are the two i'm probably most excited about is to see secret wars and invasion mm -hmm. yeah i yeah. mean they 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 fall in line with one another like they connect yeah. the dots for each other so it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be a very very exciting story to see unfold now that we're actually yeah. gonna see it I agree. come to fruition yep. so next up on the list is one that i'm extremely excited for and it kicks off the beginning of phase five next year mm -hmm. and that is ant-man and the wasp quantum mania i'm very yep. excited about this uh and they this they showed a teaser trailer at comic-con but it was exclusive so it's not oh. online because of copyrights right now Makes but i sense. feel like it'll be revealed once uh eventually d23 yeah. happens but uh what we do know is the world's greatest grandma that's scott lang i'm just reading <laughs> off of what this says and the rest of the ant-man family meet their greatest foe yet kang the conqueror this is going to be the first film to introduce our new Avengers level threat. Yeah. And the one we saw in Loki was not was Kang the Conqueror. That was a variant yeah. that was trying to stop that from yeah. happening. Obviously, it didn't get stopped because Kang is making his grand making appearance, his appearance. Yep. February 17th, 2023. What we do know there there were leaks of the trailer dialogue of the trailer and uh some of that dialogue is between kang and ant-man's paul rudd interesting um and the dialogue that was said was you've made a terrible mistake don't you know i'm an avenger and kang's response is you're an avenger have i killed you before mm-hmm so 
I'm very excited to see that. Very excited to see the interaction between these two and what what ends up happening all together that is going to set forth the events that lead up to the the uh two Avengers films that we're going to be getting to later on in the segment. Yep. But uh you know, Paul Rudd, phenomenal actor. Uh, you know, when the first Ant-Man was announced, right? Kind of, I'm, I'm kind of jumping back a little bit. Yeah. Um, when the first Ant-Man was announced and Scott Lang was the one they announced. Or Scott Lang. Wow. I just can't think today. Paul <laughs> Rudd was announced <laughs> to be playing Scott Lang. I'm like, well, that's an, that's an interesting, you know, casting for that. Yeah. I, I was a little worried because we're so used to seeing, you know, Paul Rudd and these just, I mean, he, he's hilarious. I love him as a comedian. Oh, yeah. But for those of you, role, for those of you that don't know Paul Rudd, for the younger he's immortal, listeners, by the way. He, he is immortal. He's like 52 and he looks 28. For, <laughs> for the younger listeners, those of you may not really know who Paul Rudd is. He is not a very serious actor he's been in movies like the 40 year old virgin he's been in movies like anchorman the legend of ron burgundy he's been in mm-hmm. wet hot american summer um i'm gonna give you that joke all of these so bad all of these comedy films you wouldn't think an actor like paul rudd was going to be brought into a franchise as big as the MCU. I mean, the same could be said about Chris Pratt, but yeah, because he's originally from Parks Parks and Recreation, but that's a whole nother story for another time. We're on Paul Rudd right now. You know, I, I was taken aback a little bit when I heard that Paul Rudd was cast as Scott Lang at first, because like, like you, I had the same concerns. I was like, okay, so this dude is primarily known as a comedian. Almost every single movie that he's been in is a comedy film. You know, there's been very few serious roles that he was in, if any. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But Um, he's a comedian. You know what I mean? He's a comedian. A very good one. A very, very good comedian. And, um, you know, it all makes sense now. Scott Lang is a goofy character. He's a fun character. You know, he adds humor to the group which is something that we've touched on we touched on last episode with thor how how they're focusing way too hard on the comedy aspect of the new thor film Mm -hmm. when he's supposed to be a serious character he's the god of thunder he's not a fucking pussy you know he's not scott lang yeah he (laughs) i mean Scott Lang's not a pussy by any stretch of the imagination. If it wasn't for him and the rat, if it wasn't for him and the rat, right. The world would have never came back. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, he's Scott Lang is a character that you put the humor into not Thor. You know what I mean? So seeing Paul Rudd bring this character to life and the way that he's portraying Scott Lang, it's, it's like he's playing I guess a real life version of himself because when you yeah. watch it if you watch interviews with paul rudd then you look at scott lang he is basically it's playing himself yeah he's playing it's, himself it's with insane. a different name you yeah. know 
like the one the one joke or the the one it's not really a joke but the one thing that always gets me is um i think it was captain america civil war was the first movie that uh mm-hmm. he interacted with the avengers and yeah. uh when they chose him to be a part of captain america's team the, it always gets me i don't know why but paul rudd He's super flustered when he's meeting Captain America. He's like, he's, and the thing, the giddy, the, yeah, the dialogue that he says always tickles me, dude. It's so funny and it shouldn't be. But when he says, thanks for thanking of me, I lose it. I lose it every fucking time because he says it as if it's a normal sentence. Like not many people could do that. Like, but you got no, Paul like, Rudd, and he's just like, "Oh my God, Captain America! Thanks for thanking of me." Like, yeah. he's just so flustered with his words, and it just sounds natural. Like most people yeah. probably didn't even catch that little, that little mix-up of words. Yeah. So I, he's a dynamite cast, a dynamite like casting for that character, and I'm very excited to see where where this movie goes. I'm a huge yeah. fan of the first two Ant-Man movies. I I. Believe Same. it or not, those the Ant-Man movies, probably two of my favorite MC mo- MCU movies ever made, like solo films. I yeah. love those movies. I think they're absolutely hilarious. I think they're serious where they need to be. Yeah. And I think that the villains that they chose in Ghost and... Um, Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Mm-hmm. I almost said Yellow Bee. But uh, the villains that they chose fit the characters, fit the movie, yeah. they fit the plot. It was a fun. They were phenomenal films. And then we yeah. got fucking Michael Douglas playing Hank Pym and Michelle I mean, just Pfeiffer. So good, Michelle Pfeiffer, dude. Yeah. Oh so God, good. Michelle Pfeiffer used to be such a babe. I mean, she still. I is. mean, she is still. But dude, like her in that Catwoman suit. Oh my God. Fair, dude. Smoke well, show, brother. Evangeline Lilly. Like, oh my God, gorgeous. So good. Yeah. Gorgeous. I love it. All right. Moving on to another one. On that oh, too, go ahead. Because this is the first time we're actually going to see Cassie in a superhero, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously, Cassie Lang, Scott's daughter, uh, she actually takes up the mantle as well. She's like, Ant Girl, I think she has a couple, like a couple different names. I think she even has like the name of Stature. I know the point. suit's purple and black, which yes. is two of two of my favorite colors, which I'm super happy about. Yeah, so, so that's gonna be cool. I, I'm I'm curious to see how they, you know, if I'm curious to see how Scott convinces Hank to give Cassie pin particles. I'm I'm uh, I think that's gonna be funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think it's going to be dynamite. I think yeah. it's going to be fucking awesome. And it's so next. real quick. One more final yeah. thing, because like, I love this. this I so love many. this for Ant-Man. The fact that they are putting all of this trust in Paul Rudd and the film itself to mm-hmm. make it the very first film to kick off phase five. I think yeah. that is like one of the highest honors you can get in the MCU to have your movie kicking off a phase. Yeah. Just saying. Sure. I think that's a cool little 
a cool little honorary thing to do. So yeah. I'm excited for Paul Rudd and the cast of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Yeah, because that is the first one of the new phase. Like we've talked about a few other, um, like She-Hulk is not part of the new phase. And then Secret, Inva or Secret Invasion actually comes on later. Yeah, that's so, going to um, be, that's phase five as well. Or yeah, yeah. phase five. Yeah. Uh, so. Next up. We got yep. another one I'm super excited for. I'm excited for most of this lineup, dude. I'm not even going to lie. There's only like one or two that I'm like, eh. yeah, there, you know? there's, I'm going to, I'll watch the one or two because I'm pretty yeah. sure we have the same thought process on which ones are the ones that we're kind of eh, on. Yeah. Agreed. But um, we're getting to those. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Volume 3. We've been yeah. waiting a couple years for this movie. Wait Obviously. Star-Lord, Rocket, Groot, Drax, Mantis, Nebula, Gamora. Yeah. The the whole cast and crew that we love. Coming into theaters May 5th, 2023. Going to be part of Phase 5. Uh, there, there was no trailer or anything. Uh, no teaser. Uh, all we mm. know is that this is the final film in the Guardians lineup. James Gunn final confirmed film. this. Yep. Um, it's also the last time we will see uh, Batista as Drax. Yes. It, that was confirmed as well. Like, he will not be reprising the role if they do Drax in anything. Right, right. And uh, Will Poulter. Will Poulter will be playing Adam Warlock, which... Yeah. I, I'm excited. You know, I was, again, interesting, right? It's interesting uh, pick. So here, here's my thought on this. I feel like it's too little too late with Adam Warlock, because for those of you that know the comics, mm -hmm. the Infinity Saga. Yeah, he was a huge part of it. Adam Warlock was a major, major character in that storyline. Yeah. So the fact that they're introducing him now, way after the events of Endgame, and way it, after the events of Infinity I would War, die if it's just a cameo. Like he shows up and be like, "Oh, I'm not needed," and then he disappears. <laughs> Comes out of the Soul Stone. Y'all need me? no? Okay, cool. I'm going oh, back right, to. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving. Like, Have a good one. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I I don't know. Like they, and they, they even teased him, bro. They, they teased him. him all the way back in fucking Guardians One. They yeah. teased him all the way back in Guardians 1. That was like 2014 or 15. for the Infinity Saga. So like, what is the point of bringing Adam Warlock in now? I don't and know. And James Gunn was like, oh, well, Will was 11 years old when we first teased Adam Warlock. Okay. Different person, dude. Cast somebody look, else. Like, look at how many people have been cast throughout the years. That was perfect casting. Yeah. Like, you couldn't find one person that you could cast for that Fuck, role? you could have gave Ryan Gosling that role. Fuck, you could have gave Matthew McConaughey that role. Just, yeah, like, I don't understand that one. That, boom, there's two right there that you could have gave the fucking role to. Or that uh, that dude know. from Stranger Things, Dacry Montgomery or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, what'd you just call me? <laughs> the dude from Stranger <laughs> Things. I don't know his name. I think his name's like Dacker Montgomery or something. I have no clue. I don't know. I, I mean, know. I've watched it, but I don't know who that is. He was. I, don't know their I think he was names. in the season with the mall. The malls. He was like one of the lifeguards. He was the lifeguard oh, that Billy. all the. 
Yeah. It's Billy. Oh, okay. No, his, I didn't even know his fucking real name. The so. actor's name is Dacry Montgomery. They could have oh, got no, him. That. Yeah, they could have got and, him. But uh, I digress. Uh, we don't know a lot about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 other than it's no. another another cosmic adventure as we assume it would be. Pretty sure there's going to be lots of funny jokes. There's going to be lots yeah. of awesome banter between all the characters. Uh, the one thing mm -hmm. that, we're, that I do know is that Gamora does not remember Star-Lord because if you remember in Endgame, right. she yeah. died. She was yeah. sacrificed by Thanos. Thanos. So yep. this is a different version of Gamora that doesn't know any of these people, doesn't remember mm -hmm. that her and Peter were in love and together um yeah so we we get to see what happens with that um you know there's gonna be lots of 70s music james gunn is like the master oh, yeah. of picking soundtracks especially because star lord was raised much like myself by his 70s music listening mother so mm -hmm. that my mom actually brought that up to me the other day she was like she was asking me what kind of music I listened to. I was like, oh, you know, I still listen to Slipknot and all the Screamo stuff and yeah, like yeah, the yeah. heavy metal and like a day yep. to remember. And she was like, oh, do you still listen to the 60s, 70s and 80s music that I raised you on? I was like, of course I do. I've got oh, an yeah. entire soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I've I, got I mean, a whole soundtrack. Like I, I love 70s on music. Ted Nugent. You yeah, know, Ozzy. I was I was raised on that stuff. Redbone, Sam Cooke, fucking, yep. uh, the Blue Orchestra, whatever the fuck the full name of that band is. I don't remember. <laughs> Electric Blue Orchestra. There you go. That group. Uh, Blue yep. Swede. All those fucking bands. Yep. I grew up with that shit. Of course, yeah, I listened so to it, Tom. <laughs> soundtrack is gonna be good, obviously. It always we, is. I, you know. I didn't know enough. I know the Guardians in general in the comics are just a rogue bunch yeah. of miscreants. You know? They're goofballs. So, they're yeah, renegades. They're, you could literally do anything with their storyline. Yeah. And it'd be good. And I mean, you've so. got James Gunn. James yeah. Gunn is a master filmmaker. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. When it comes to superhero stuff, that dude. Oh, chef's kiss, bro. Yeah. Peacemaker, oh, yeah. the new Suicide Squad film, both yep. of the fucking Guardians films, including number three. He yep. made the Peacemaker TV show. Yeah. All hits, dynamite. Mm -hmm. Not one of those projects were a miss for James no. Gunn. So I'm very excited to see what Guardians 3 has in store for us. Sad Agreed. to see it go. But very excited for it that again comes out May i have 5th. a feeling we won't definitely won't see the end of some of those characters even oh though absolutely not. they won't have their standalone anymore especially with the upcoming projects we'll we'll see more of them a hundred percent a hundred percent i think it, it's not in this and i don't think it was listed at san diego but groot is getting his own spinoff as well it was it was so. confirmed it was it was um so marvel had an animated panel as well we'll dive into yeah. a little bit of that i do know that um so i didn't see the list but i do know that there's an animated marvel zombies tv show which was confirmed yes. to be marvel's very first 
well marvel studios very first tv ma project interesting so okay that further confirms that they're getting a little bit more comfortable with bringing r-rated material because i mean i like it here's the thing right before san diego comic-con they released both deadpool films and and logan Logan onto disney plus completely uncensored so r-rated movies on disney well technically you have all of the netflix marvel shows jessica jones uh yeah yeah i mean dude jessica jones was getting railed by luke cage in like four or five episodes of the show and completely uncensored by the way the only thing that they censored believe it or not was one of their own shows which was falcon and the winter soldier the scene when um us agent kills the guy with the shield they removed a little bit of the blood there was still blood on the shield but they removed a little bit of the blood on the ground don't know why doesn't make sense because they 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 edited nothing out of the marvel uh netflix shows completely uncensored all tvma they didn't edit anything from the Deadpool or Logan film. Good. So they're getting because ballsy. The Logan movie, the Logan movie, fucking was brutal. Gruesome. That movie's brutal. I loved it. I'll never forget the one scene when he fucking uppercuts the dude in the face and then oh, claws yeah. through the head. I was like, yeah. Damn. When, like, when they announced that it was going to be R rated, I'm like, I mean, it is Wolvie. So it can I mean, be he is gruesome. violent. Yeah, he's violent. But he's old, you know, even though like the old man Logan storyline, which is one of my favorite storylines, by the way. That's a good storyline. Um, is a super gruesome storyline. So 100%. I was like, you know, how, how far are they going to push this? And they fucking pushed it. I oh, yeah. It. Oh, yeah. So back to this list again. Moving Guardians on. comes out May 5th, 2023. And uh, yep. real quick, Ant-Man again, February 17th, 2023. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to say uh, that at the end. Next on the list, which we also have a trailer with. Black uh, is Panther. Black Panther. Yep. So I got to say. Yeah, it's Wakanda forever. I got to say. The trailer. I know you enjoyed the trailer a lot because it, it introduced Namor and all that. I got to well, be wasn't... honest. The trailer. Not saying it was a bad trailer by any stretch of the imagination. Not at right. all. However. of the trailer was a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, which again, love Chadwick Boseman. Phenomenal actor. Rest in peace. Horrible what happened to him. Yeah. You know, he made made multiple movies as Black Panther Mm -hmm. while battling stage four colon cancer and nobody fucking knew. Yeah. Rest in peace. Chadwick Boseman. He will never be forgotten as Black Panther, which no. I want to talk about a little bit at like once we get a little further into this discussion. Yeah, yeah, we'll get through. But uh yeah. I liked the trailer, but they 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 focused way too long on the tribute as opposed to showing us like something interesting. Yeah. If that makes sense, I'm not trying to be uh, I'm not trying to be insensitive or anything, you know, right. but like if I, if I'm watching a trailer, like with Carrie Fisher, 
when she passed away, they didn't spend the entire trailer of the new Star Wars movie with a tribute to her. Right. You know what I mean? Well, so. So, yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from. At the same time, I, I wasn't necessarily excited for Namor because let's face it, it's Namor. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's Aquaman, but worse because as he's out of water, <laughs> he loses power. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of fucking sense. Let's have that guy. He's just, <laughs> just put him in a bucket. Like, this is going to be Davy Jones all over again where yeah. he's standing on the beach in a pile of, pail of bucket oh, or God. pail of water. Um, <laughs> no, I. So what I think, while at the same time, it seems like a tribute to Chadwick, it's a tribute to Black Panther. Because right, right. They, they haven't explained how he's gone yet. Obviously, we'll see that in the movie. But it's very clear but that he died at somewhere along clear, the line. Yeah, it's clear that something has happened in between X and Z, you know, yeah. for this movie to come out. And... So the trailer that we see is a tribute to their loss of T'Challa. Right. While yeah. in, in the same time, yes, it, it's a tribute to Chadwick, but I, I think that's what I I enjoyed about it. Right. The trailer was that, you know, mm. this is a, a, a nation mourning the loss of their king. Right. Yeah. And what do you do? You know, it's a king that has not only brought your nation to light, right? Because that, that was his whole thing when they ended Black right. Panther was that they want to share their technology. Right, um, right. And I, I get that. I do. I just, I yeah. feel like when I watch a trailer for a movie, I'm expecting to see a little bit more of a plot point. You know, what we really saw in this trailer was mostly the tribute to T'Challa slash Chadwick mm -hmm. Boseman. But, and then we saw very little of Namor and what was to come with that. I get it. They're trying to save that for the film, but you know, I would have liked yeah. to see a little bit more action. I would have liked to see a little bit more of yes what was no. to come, I, you know, in we, my opinion, in my yeah, opinion, I'm on the other side of that where I kind of, in today's day and age, we have so many spoilers and so many giveaways with trailers that right. I kind of want less, you know, Give me a couple trailers that shows somewhat of the, what you've shown me to be, you know, with kind of little tidbits added in. Right. I don't want to watch the whole movie in the damn trailer, you know? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, I, I agree with the fact that, you know, could you have given us a little more, which I guarantee we will, because that was the first trailer we saw. That's um, true. But I mean, it does well, only, it comes out in three months, four yeah, months. It, it, it comes out this year. Like it's, yeah. it's the next movie to come out. Right. In phase four. Um, yeah, for phase four. Or that's what's ending phase four. Yeah, because that's the, the end of phase four. The beginning of phase four is Ant-Man, which like we said, was uh, February. So mm -hmm. November to February, it's not that much of a wait. Yeah. You know, to start the next phase. But overall, I'm excited. I'm interested to see who they're going to pick to be uh, the next Black Panther because... In the trailer, I did like that. I won't lie. I did like that in the trailer. All we saw, not to get fresh, all we saw was some booty, an arm, and the yeah. claws coming out of the hands. Now, based and it was off a black of that. suit with gold, which kind of like, kind of teases like a Killmonger vibe, but that's not what it is. Well, or see, we, we don't have. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little pervy here. 
based off of the body style and the slenderness of this character, I don't think it's a man in that suit. So, as Lego does with spoilers and ruining things, they have released a Black Panther Wakanda set. Okay? Wakanda Forever set. Uh huh. In doing so, a certain black female character is in. <laughs> in the black panther suit okay so i, I thanks I think lego thanks lego you ruin everything <laughs> you um, fucking dicks <laughs> i you know i was kind of in the same boat with you like that's we we pick these trailers apart because we want to know these characters right like who's going to try to play these and i did the same thing you know the the, the figure that was in that suit was a very slender person mm -hmm. it didn't feel very I don't want to say masculine because you know there are females out there who are bigger than me but it just felt like i i 100 believe it's shuri based off of yeah based off of what we saw in the trailer which was literally a four second snippet yeah it was like a clip from hip up like yeah hip, from here down to your hip and the back leg is all you saw so. right it looks like a woman is going to be taking up the mantle which she does in the comics. Yeah. Shuri so, wears the Black Panther uh, costume. Or suit, now, so. that theory that I was uh, touching on slightly with you before we started the podcast. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a theory going around now. At the end of the trailer, uh, when we do see the possible female Black Panther, you know, retracting their claws. Um, while you're talking. So <laughs> we notice... Or I didn't notice this at first, but if you if you pause on that clip, you okay. can clearly see that Namor is one not facing Black Panther. That uh, Namor's looking to his right. Okay. And it looks like Namor and Black Panther had already gotten into a fight because there's a lot of damage and destruction surrounding them in the background. There is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like Namor's looking off to his right. Now, there's a theory going on here that uh, Dr. Doom is somehow involved here. And actually, Namor and Black Panther are going to team up to fight the true villain of this film, which will be the introduction of Dr. Doom. Yeah, and like I said, you know, obviously we touched on this a little bit, but um, it's time. <laughs> It is. Uh, Absolutely. We, with with everything that's being announced, and there's a couple things that are uh, continuing on this list that we'll talk about. Um, it's time to see Doom because he is, again, one of those Avenger-level single characters who can do some damage. Absolutely. Um, with everything coming up, we need Doctor Doom. We Absolutely. Need to see him. So. And you and I, we will we will touch more on what else we talked about with that specific actor, mm -hmm. um, possibly portraying him. We will touch yeah. on that once we get to that panel. All yeah, right. I'm with you. But um, um, another thing that I'm, you know, I'm not sure if I'm excited about or I'm just I'm I'm ready to see. I guess is this we also see um a new character in this movie being introduced and i don't know if you caught it you may not know any about it, know about her 
her name is uh, Riri Willings. Yes, yes. Okay, all you see is a girl with a torch and she cuts something on a piece of thick metal. Yes. And she hits it and when it hits the ground, it's literally an iron heart. Yep, yeah, if, I do remember again, that. We, we'll, we'll kind of touch on that because it's on this list too. Yes, it is. If I'm not mistaken, uh, well, yeah, I know it does because that's not even, yeah, Fall 23. Yeah. This may be the first time we see a new Iron Man. Or, to better put it, Iron Woman. Iron Woman, yes. Now, there is we'll one more on thing. When we get down there, but. There is one more thing I wanted to talk about, and it's a bit controversial because of the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, but it's not anything that should offend anybody, so we should not have to put any kind of trigger warning here. Um... So I was seeing a lot of people, um, both of the black community and every other community, being very angry about Chadwick Boseman not being recast. I, I don't think that's a terrible idea. I think it's a terrible idea to do that. Why? To recast him? Mm-hmm. Well, so you're paying honor to that character, right? No matter how they've written that character out, obviously that he's not going to be in this film in the least bit. Right. It, it, it's the same concept of having, um, ah, uh, shit. Paul Walker. It's the same concept of having Paul Walker still in the the, fran the fast franchise. Right. I, I don't see a point in it. Write the character off for what you know for ho however you need to. The, right. Doing the way they're doing it in this new Black Panther movie. I think is an excellent way to like you want to the whole reason we watch movies is for feeling mm -hmm. right this gives you a deeper feeling because it's making you connect with not only t'challa but obviously with chadwick right you know absolutely um i think recast is a terrible idea i think them passing the mantle to his sister because again, they did that in the comics. Uh huh. Is exactly the way it should go. Right. But that's my two cents. Right. See, I I I do agree with you. I do agree with you. And now that we've seen this trailer for Wakanda Forever, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. However, before we saw this trailer, I was kind of on the other side as well. I was like, well, you know. There, there were there were reports that Chadwick Boseman's own family wanted him wanted his character to be recast because, in a sense, you're still keeping the character of T'Challa alive by recasting him. You know, when when you choose to kill off the character that Chadwick Boseman put his heart and soul into, again, mm -hmm. such a phenomenal performance by him, and he's gone way too soon. You know, yeah, the, the many communities were upset about this, about him just not being recast because in a way you are killing not only the heart and soul that Chadwick put into the character, you're also killing the character he brought to life. So there, there were reports that his family even wanted him to be recast. So the legacy of the character itself, not the legacy of Chadwick, because you can't replace Chadwick. 
you right. know, Chadwick Boseman is Chadwick Boseman, but they they wanted the character of T'Challa to be recast in order to keep the the character and the legacy that Chadwick brought to the character alive, if that makes sense. So I, to hear that from his family, though, like to hear that from his family, they they said the the way, if I remember correctly, that it was written was Chadwick would have wanted the character to live on and not to die with him. Yeah, I you know, I, I see that. I understand that. I do. Um, I think the issue with that, and it's the same concept as you can't recast Tony, mm -hmm. you know, Obviously, Robert Downey didn't die, but that character right. did. Right. Um, but I think the issue with it is, say they recast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Say they, you know, that concept of they want the character to continue on because Chadwick did a, such a great job. Who's going to say the recast does any justice? Right. Exactly. And I think Marvel's idea is leave it with the high note that Chadwick left yeah or you know had to obviously had to leave you know the character and continue on with a new legacy I you know I see both sides of it right like yeah I said personally I I think they're doing a good job with the way they're doing it I Absolutely. see the other side of recasting and you know keeping the t'challa around um, yeah as black panther but i would hate to see that again not because an actor or actress would do a worse job but at the same time yeah not as good as chadwick did right absolutely black panther who he was so mm -hmm. yeah i mean i could sympathize empathize whatever the word is with the folks and his family that wanted mm -hmm. him to be recast. I, I could definitely, yeah. I can understand where they're coming from. I see that. Yeah, I understand that. You know, they don't, they don't want the character to die with the man that wore the costume. You know, and yeah. I, I completely understand that. However, you know, I feel like, I feel like Marvel's doing a, a good job, like you stated, with uh, passing on the mantle because it's comic accurate. And uh, yeah. I, I think they just want to keep the legacy. They, they want to. They, they wanted to end it on a high note. They didn't want to risk um, yeah. bringing somebody in and then not living up to the the honor that Chadwick brought to the character. And I'm right. I'm completely respectful towards that. You know, like uh, like like I said, members of all communities, the black community, the the Spanish community, the white community, they all wanted, you know, they all wanted Chadwick to be recast as well as you know reports of his family wanting him to be recast but i completely right. completely understand why they don't want to recast him because of yeah the possibility of the successor well, not being able to live up to the honor. here's the thing too like say all right those those people that again do want him recast um they recast him pick a you know an actor to cast that and he doesn't do a good job right they're the first ones that are gonna say, "Well, oh, this is a, this character's ruined now." Right, exactly. I mean, you can't have your cake and eat it too, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's a double-edged sword when it comes to recast. Excuse me, when it comes to recasting. In this, in this scenario, like yeah, take it back as old school as the Mummy series, right? 
the mother, yeah. the, the actress that played the mom. Okay. How many people quit watching that series because they changed the mom? For whatever, you know, obviously there was probably some issues. However, right. the actress didn't die. But a lot of people hated the fact that they changed the mom. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a tough call. I, yeah. I think Marvel will do what they need to with it. Right. Absolutely. I, I think, I think in this movie, we will be pleasantly surprised at the high honor and the tribute that they leave for ch not only Chadwick Boseman, but for King T'Challa. So yeah. I, I believe oh, yeah. that I believe that we'll be pleasantly surprised and we will be very happy with the outcome of this film. A hundred percent. Uh, yep. Black Panther Wakanda forever hits theaters this year, November 11th, 2022. It's coming up. Yeah, man. Not got, long well, now. So we've got next she Hulk up. coming out next month and then Black and Panther then, yep. coming out in November. Yes, I'm sir. Excited. I'm so, with it. I'm, I'm super next. stoked. Uh, next up, we got one that I'm very excited for, but we know nothing about pretty much. Yeah. And that is uh, Echo. I'm very excited for Echo. That's going to be coming out summer of 2023. So for those of you that didn't watch Hawkeye, uh, Maya Lopez mm -hmm. was is the adopted niece of the Kingpin, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, yep. Now... Maya Lopez's character, she is deaf. I believe she was born deaf. I could be wrong, though. But um, her character's name is Echo. And towards the end of Hawkeye, we see that... We see that... Now, this shouldn't be a spoiler because this show came out a while ago. Right. Um, but if it is, spoiler alert. Um, we find out that Vincent D'Onofrio he put a hit out on Maya's parents got Correct. them killed and um you know she found that out she found out that she got them killed or that he got them killed and that her second in command was a part of that and he knew about it and didn't tell her about it and yep. now um so she kills him in brutal fashion with like spikes to the stomach. Yeah. And um at the end of Hawkeye we see a very well-known scene ripped straight from the comic books um with her confronting the Kingpin in an alleyway and shooting him in the face after the Kingpin pleads with her to oh mm -hmm. well you know we're family, we're blood. Sometimes we don't see eye to eye. Uh, which leads to him getting shot in the face. And in the comic books, you find out that she shot him in the eye and he ends up with an eye patch. Yep. Um, so a lot of people are confused. A lot of, There's a lot of theories out in the internet saying that he's dead, you know, saying that he's dead, he's not coming back, blah, blah, blah. But uh, there's one theory that like, so for those of you that don't realize now, which I would hope that you do with the, 13 14 years that we've been watching these marvel movies and right all that kevin feige the president of marvel chooses his words very very carefully he's um, very good at it. he's very good at picking uh the words that come out of characters mouths well i mean so are the writers it's not just kevin feige but uh they're 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 very good at 
wording things in a way that a lot of people won't understand if you don't read the comics, but a lot of people will understand if you know the storylines. One of those things is family doesn't always see eye to eye, and then you you go back to the memory of Kingpin getting shot in the fucking eyeballs. So, you know, I don't think he's dead. I, I mean, he's confirmed... Vincent D'Onofrio is confirmed to be playing the Kingpin in the Echo series, along yep. with, you guessed it, Charlie Cox as Daredevil once again. And once we get down to the Daredevil panel, I, I just got to say, bro, uh, you already know what I'm going to say. You've, you, you said it to me before, but we'll get to that. Um, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about once we get to him. But uh, again, we don't know a whole lot about Echo. We know that I believe it's in pre-production or it's filming now. Could be wrong. It's it's either one of those two. It's either in pre-production or it's filming now. Uh, yeah. It was confirmed that Charlie Cox will be in three or four, I think three episodes and Vincent D'Onofrio will be in four episodes. Okay. Uh, is is there six character. episodes? Uh, I want to say it's eight. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Again, not much to go off of with this one because there's literally no trailers, no teasers, no information about it. Um, yeah, there's there's no real... For basically, the rest of the list. Yeah. There's no... There's nothing. Yeah. But, you know, some of them, they're going to be quick conversations. Others are going to be longer conversations. Yeah. Um. So that again comes out summer of 2023. So about a year out. Yeah. yeah. Next up, we got Loki. Loki season two. I still have to finish season one, but like so I, I know the whole thing that happens with he who remains, how he dies yeah, yeah. and all that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, You know, variants. We're going to be seeing more variants. You know, the, the... Which that's the whole introduction of the multiverse. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, variants are different people right. from the different multiverses so this it, it, opened playing the door. along with that whole saga so yep loki opened up the door for yep uh the variants you know from what i saw it's a very good show the girl that plays lady loki gorgeous yep um i think it's the shorter hair the short shorter hair <laughs> on, on beautiful women gets me man like ruby gotcha. rose oh yeah good lord <laughs> i digress <laughs> we don't know anything yeah. about Loki season two. Nope. We just know that it's coming summer 2023 on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. So keep yep. an eye out for that. Excited for yep. that. Uh, moving on. Next one, uh, we got Blade. Blade. Uh, this was announced um, at the very end of the Comic Con panel the, back the in 2019. Oh, okay, yeah, that. Very end. Say, at the very end of the useless movie. Yeah. God. Mahershala Ali. Oh yeah, he was in the very end of Eternals for Terrible. God knows what reason because uh he's never really had a run in with the Eternals, but whatever. It's not necessarily Eternals. <laughs> I think it's to do with the um Kit Har Kit Harrington character. Oh, gotcha. Black Knight. Yep. Gotcha. So Mahershala something about his like Kit's family history has something to do with I fucking Gotcha. Know. Yeah, I never saw the movie. I didn't care to. Don't do it. Um, so Mahershala Ali, Academy yep. Award winner, played Cottonmouth in the first season of Luke Cage. Phenomenal actor. 
phenomenal oh, actor. Yeah. That is the only thing I've ever seen him in was Luke Cage season one. Okay. Fantastic actor, he's though. He's been in a few movies that I've seen, that, but he's still a very good actor in all of them. I've probably seen one or two films. I just can't put a finger on them. Um, um, have you ever seen? Well, probably not. There's a movie called Hidden Numbers. Nope. Um, it was about the NASA, like, numbers lady. They, they're the ones that basically got everything to work. Um, nope. He was in that movie. But, yeah. <laughs> no idea. But, but um. Yeah. So we, again, uh, we know nothing about this. That's coming out November 3rd, 2023, which is crazy that we got a release date, like an official release date yeah. for this. Um, November of 23 makes me think it's in production. Yeah. So, well, it, it starts filming in October of this year. Oh, okay. There you go. So a couple things I'm really excited for with this. Uh, obviously it's Blade. Uh, yeah. One of, one of the greatest, one of my favorite black characters in the marvel mm -hmm. uh comic books the marvel universe uh i love blade probably yeah. my one of my favorite characters hands down uh he's up there he's for the sure. fucking daywalker dude i yeah. mean pregnant mother bitten by a vampire has all of the superpowers has all of the positives of a vampire and the only negative that he has is that he gets a thirst for blood Blade is but he a, takes a serum. Yeah. Blade is a fucking badass, man. I love Blade. Super yeah. excited for this movie. I'm hoping that we get a Wesley Snipes cameo because for those of you that don't know, you At can look this up. At least a clip it of something. Yeah, exactly. Give us something small. Doesn't matter. He's got to be in the fucking movie. Yeah. Couple, couple other things. First off, for those of you that don't know, and you could look this up, it is... Proven fact, it's been proven time and again. The original Blade trilogy saved Marvel from bankruptcy. The original yep. trade trilogy, Blade trilogy, saved Marvel from bankruptcy. Not like completely, but it was the first Marvel film that actually generated some money for the company. And that's mm -hmm. where they decided, you know what? Like, you know, things are looking up. Obviously, yeah. Spider-Man had a hand. A couple other yeah. characters had a hand. But the first Blade films saved the goddamn company from bankruptcy. Look it up. That mm -hmm. is a true fact. True fact. Those movies are incredible. I love the Blade movies. And that's why I believe they should bring Wesley Snipes in. Because he played in the original series yeah that saved marvel in the long run um something. what go ahead just no i'm just saying something give him a oh yeah give us something man uh the one thing that i'm disappointed about and i'm pretty sure that it was confirmed the rating the rating um yeah, same. so there there's a lot of not really rumors because i'm like guaranteed like I'm like 99.99% sure that it is guaranteed, confirmed, that the new Blade film is going to be PG-13. Yeah. Um, kind of upset about that. I feel like that's a... I don't want to say it's a spit in the face. That's reaching. But um, that's... It, it's a disappointment because Blade is a dangerous character blades a violent character you know i mean he uses swords and guns and crazy knives and shit to kill vampires but yeah 
you know, I feel like they could do some good. And I feel like a big reason why they're making a PG-13 is purely for the ability to appeal to other, to like younger people. You know, because yeah, not a lot which, of people know who Blade is, you no. know? Well, I think that's one of those things where you, you know, you should still step over that line right. to still make... I'm not saying it's not going to be good. Right. But, oh, absolutely. But still make it to where it's enjoyable because we're used... We know the character. Right. You know? We know it's a dark character and it just, I don't know. I think that we'll see how the PG 13 versus R rating mm -hmm. deals it up because obviously all the last three were uh, R rating. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I feel like they'll do a pretty good job with it. If they get the correct people to portray the other characters, I think, I think we'll get a good job out of it. Um, You know, I'm, I'm not so much worried about it being PG-13 because Blade is one of those characters that, like, you could flip-flop with an R rating and a PG-13 rating. He's, True. like, he is a violent character, but as we've seen in, like, more recent Marvel projects, you can make a film PG-13 and be on the border of an R rating. Yeah, I agree. Now, that's not to say there are characters that you cannot change, i.e. the Punisher. Uh, I would love to see Wolverine in a more R-rated setting if he's in, like, solo projects. Deadpool, uh, they tried to make Deadpool PG-13. They tried to release a second film or a second, second film uh, making it PG-13, and nobody wanted to watch it because it's Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. is, I mean, it's already confirmed that Deadpool 3 is going to be R-rated and Kevin Feige doesn't want to mess with the formula because mm -hmm. he sees how successful Deadpool 1 and 2 were. They yeah. were extremely successful and I feel like that's why Marvel is also getting a little bit more comfortable with bringing R-rated projects and R-rated content to their platform. I mean, for God's sakes, they just brought Deadpool 1, 2 and Logan onto yeah. their platform completely uncensored. They brought all the Netflix Marvel shows over completely uncensored. So they're yeah. going in the right direction, uh, especially with the confirmation of their first TVMA project in the animated mm -hmm. Marvel uh, Zombies show. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're going in the right direction. So I have a, uh, a quote from uh, Kevin Feige. Okay. Uh, obviously, this was from February of 21. Um, and the man sticks to his word pretty well. Um, but he said, uh, apart from Deadpool 3, Marvel might stick to PG-13 ratings for future movies. Uh, his exact words were, I think we target everything we're doing for kids and adults. So I think your question is more adult or R-rated. Other than Deadpool, which has already established itself as a certain genre and a certain rating, that we already said we would not mess with when we started working on Deadpool, which we have. Other than that, we haven't encountered a story or storyline or a character's journey that a PG-13 or the tone or the ratings we've been using up to this point have prevented us. We haven't been held back by. If we ever are, then there are certainly, then certainly there can be a discussion 
that can be had now that there's other outlets. So that tells you right there that they have not been limited by a PG-13 rating. Right. You know, up to a certain point. And if need be, they'll stretch it. So yeah, we'll see. How, we'll see how it goes. I will say this. I so currently right now they're sticking with just Deadpool being R-rated, which I'm totally cool with because that is a character that you cannot change. As Kevin Feige stated, they've got a, a tried and tested formula that has worked and they're yeah. not going to mess with it. Uh, but once we bring John Bernthal back as the Punisher, uh, even Daredevil, I mean, stick with mm -hmm. the formula that's worked. They got three seasons each. Well, Punisher got two. Daredevil got three and they were successful. They both worked very well. I mean, you guys wouldn't be bringing Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio back yeah. um, if it, they weren't successful. Obviously, the Hawkeye TV show where Vincent D'Onofrio first made his reappearance as uh, the Kingpin was TV, TV PG. You know, there was nothing yeah. crazy and it worked. However, if you're going to bring it back for if I mean, they are bringing it back for Daredevil, which we're going to talk about once we get to it. Um, yeah. You you should probably keep that TVMA because the first three, I know it's a reboot. And again, we're getting into that. But, um, you know, the TVMA formula worked for Daredevil. You know, it worked yeah. flawlessly. Same with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. I mean, you could probably get away with Jessica Jones and Luke Cage being PG-13, but not Daredevil. Daredevil's a pretty dark character, and if you look at some of his storylines, they are very, very, very dark stories. So, yeah, we'll see. We will see. Um, again, yeah. nothing, nothing to report on Blade. There's no trailers, no nothing, no, no, uh, no cast or anything aside from Mahershala Ali taking on the reins of the character. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. coming to theaters November third, two thousand twenty-three. So, end of the year, end of next year. Yes. Cool. So All yeah, right. Next one we've got um, is a solo series um, on Disney Plus, obviously. Uh, Ironheart. Yes. Um, if you're not familiar with Ironheart, meet Riri Williams. Uh, she is a 15 year old mechanical genius. Yes. Um, I don't know much about the character. I just know that she is basically going to be her new iron man so you take this one away doug yeah so she she's 15 <laughs> years old um we see her in the black panther trailer uh so she's obviously going to be established in this upcoming movie to an extent mm -hmm. obviously we don't know how much um and then obviously this series is kind of play into certain things but yeah, like I said, she's a 15-year-old. She's an engineering student. Um, she's a certified genius. And she literally, she she goes to school, let's see, uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And uh, she actually steals stuff from the school to basically make her own Iron Man suit. Mm -hmm. um, and she literally just makes it in her bedroom. Doesn't um, she also steal... Uh, Stark Tech as well, if I'm I not mistaken. He, um, I could I be wrong. She it. I think he actually shows up. So that's that's the other weird thing that's gonna, you know, be interesting. He actually shows up 
in the original storyline to like help her. Okay. She, she, he basically kind of takes her under. It's kind of the whole like Parker, Tony Stark situation. Yeah. Um, where he like kind of takes her under his wing and he kind of helps her create or like improve her suit. So mm. she was basically the new, um, she's not, I mean, she's a newer character. Right. Uh, her first appearance was in. Da, 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 da. Yeah, 2016. So, okay. So she's fairly new. She's only six years yeah. old. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm curious to see how they. Um, well, I mean, twist. with with Tony being gone, they could always bring in Happy Hogan. I mean, Happy Hogan's always yeah. been a. You know, when Tony died, Happy Hogan started not really mentoring Peter Parker, but kind of like took him under his wing and like said, Tony wanted you to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. You know, so it could be the same thing for Riri Williams where it could be, it could be one of those situations where he knew about her. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he knew her ongoings and maybe, you know, he's going to send happy or pepper. Right. So be like, Hey, you know, we want to help you create this suit, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, so I yeah. mean, uh, th this is actually one of the shows where I'm kind of like, eh, on, but that's yeah. purely because I know nothing about the character. Well, and I think, like I said, I think we'll see with, uh, Black Panther coming up. I think we'll see some of her. Right. And what to, I don't, again, to what extent? I have no clue. We don't know. We see her for a, a split second in the trailer. Yeah. Um, so she's teased, <laughs> as you right. would say. So, so I'm excited to, I mean, I'm definitely going to give the show a shot, you know, oh, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. interested in seeing it because it's an Iron Man based, uh, story. Yeah. Yeah, um, same. and it, it'll give me a little bit more insight on the character. Obviously I'm going to do some research off stream, maybe read a couple yeah. storylines with her in them. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really know much about the character. I think at some point in her storyline, Tony is actually transferred his conscience into an AI. Okay. So that may be what they do. I, I don't know. It'd be interesting. We'll see. Could be. But yeah. That is, that series will be on Disney plus fall of 23. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And here's, here's the skip this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I feel like she has no... Well, I do want to talk about it, mainly because yeah. there are people that are going to be interested in it, especially if you watched um, WandaVision. I've been told from a lot of people that this character is actually somebody that made that show better once she finally arrived and was revealed to be Agatha Harkness, or Harkin... Yeah. Har I think it's Harkness. Harkness. Harkness, yeah. So... You know, I haven't watched WandaVision. I've been clear on that many times. Uh, I do want to watch it now that we've got this show coming out, uh, just so right. I know what's going on. Um, I heard that the show gets a lot better once uh, Agatha Harkness is uh, revealed to be who she is. Uh, from what I do know in WandaVision, she is Wanda's neighbor in the community that Wanda created with her powers. Uh, she's like her goofy neighbor. She's played by Catherine Hahn, who is yeah. a huge Phenomenal. comedian, a huge she's comedian, hilarious. bro. Yeah. 
Uh, she was in Step Brothers. She was in Parks and Recreation. She's been in a lot of other comedies. She's a phenomenal yeah. actress. Very, very funny. Um, so, you know, Agatha Harkness, all I really know about her is that she's a witch. And yeah. she was hiding her identity as a witch. Uh, and when everything started going to shit in Westview or whatever the place is called that Wanda creates with her powers, yeah. uh, it was because of her. You know, all the crazy yeah, shit little, that was happening was because of her. Without giving anything away, I mean, you're going to watch it. Yeah. But she wants Scarlet Witch's powers. Okay. Okay. So that's that's literally, that's the only reason she's there. She knew gotcha. um, Wanda was creating this... psychosis of a town basically yeah uh, keeping all these people under her control um <laughs> and agatha shows up because she's like she absorbs power right okay and that's where she comes in so yeah that's that's all i know about that character i don't know anything about agatha harkness other than what i was told with the show uh that comes out winter of 2023 so mm. We got that. We'll see. We'll see how that's the next I, one. You know, just, I don't know where that's going to go. Yeah. The next one. Is I, this a series? It is. It is. This is the series. Dude. Yeah. I, my heart dropped when Kevin <laughs> Feige announced this, man. Um, now, to be clear, I was never a huge Daredevil fan when the original series came out. I was not. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've watched some things. I've read a lot of stories involving him. You know, I was a fan of the Ben Affleck Daredevil when I was a child because it came out when I was 10, yeah. you know, um, yeah. you know, that movie's fucking dog shit, by the way. Um, but anyway, anyway, so, you know, I was never a huge fan of Daredevil growing up. You know, I was more so like Spider-Man, Batman, you know, you know, um, yeah. And then this show, the original show on Netflix came out and I was like, I'm going to watch this, you know, like this looks cool. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Did a bunch of research, you know, with the, the, the man without fear, the black suit, like the, the black jumpsuit and the yeah. fucking blindfold over yeah, his yeah. face, the yeah. do rag <laughs> yeah. that he just pulls over his eyeballs. I'm telling you what, dude, some of the, I'm just, some of the fight scenes. Oh my God, dude. Series, fucking like incredible fights. oh my god dude it's it's like so they tried good. to one up every season with like a better hallway fight yeah. like in the first season you had the the long like five minute hallway fight in the second season yeah. you had the 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 stairwell fight i believe it was or was yep. that season three i think it, I was, think season it was season three what well what season was it with the Punisher fight? That was season two. That's why I'm oh, that thinking was, that the stairwell yeah. was season three because been, yeah. the Punisher fight scene in the jail cell in, block in jail cell. was so good. incredible. But um, dude, when Kevin Feige announced that, this that freaking stairwell fight. Oh man, my like, God. I hope, you know, I don't know how many takes that took. But <laughs> I feel like it probably just... so many. Oh, I'd hate to probably the so reset many. on that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Let's do it again, guys. Take number 57. Uh, Come on, 
dude! Actor number 22 <laughs> lifted his foot wrong? Yeah. Oh my god. Charlie, you didn't throw that fire extinguisher hard enough. We need to do a full reset. Like, no! Yeah. <laughs> I did everything I could! By the way, did you know that for the first half of season one, Charlie Cox wore contacts in his eyes that made him completely blind? I did, I did know that. I like, he, that. he actually wore contacts that made him blind. Yeah, like they covered his, yep. Not medically blind. Like, that's what the contacts were made for, for those of you that are listening. Yep. Those contacts were made to, like, make it nothing but darkness. Yep. Uh, that's that's crazy. But uh, halfway through the season, he was like, this is too much. Like, I have to take these out every time I go to the bathroom or we're on break or whatever. Yeah, move. So now... Yeah he just and he he plays a blind a, character very good because very well. yeah. he can see everything going on obviously because he's not blind in real life but like when he's just like when somebody's talking to him and he's just like this like looking off like like past him as yeah. if he is blind and like in his peripherals like he uses his peripherals to see anything that's happening like yeah. he'll he'll just be like staring off and like if something's going on like out of frame over here he'll use his peripherals without moving his eyes yeah so he's very good phenomenal actor but dude i am so fucking excited for this season because not only is charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio coming back yep this is the first disney plus series that is going to be 18 episodes yep 18 fucking episodes that's pretty good holy fuck and if i'm not mistaken the born again uh comic book is very 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 dark is it because it's the, i don't know again i'm so not big on the daredevil so i, I didn't read the born again storyline but i've i've read like snippets of it and if i'm not mistaken this is a time where matt murdoch is very so for those of you that don't that don't know matt murdoch is a very religious person he's uh mm -hmm. catholic and uh in the born again series he is basically at rock bottom when it comes to his religion mm -hmm. uh he's starting to question god he's starting to not have the faith yeah as much as you know he used to uh he becomes very violent very very hostile very very closed off and uh yeah. if i'm not mistaken the born again comic also has him wearing the yellow and red suit so be. it makes sense to be tying that in with she hulk so. well yeah i mean he's wearing the red and red and yellow costume in the she hulk series so dude yeah. i'm super excited for this i'm again i uh, how I was talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium being a uh, being an honor to open up phase five. It must be a yeah. tremendous honor for all the, the cast of that film. I feel like this, this kind of plays in the same field as that with being a tremendous honor because this is the first series at Disney that, that is going to be getting 18 episodes. So I feel like mm -hmm. this is another... Like another one of those, like, wow, like this yeah. is the impact that we've had. Uh, you know, like this is a true honor being the first series to be an 18 episode series. So, you know, 
dude i'm super excited that they're handling this uh handling this series and this character with all the love and respect that they can i'm very stoked that they're bringing back charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio i couldn't think of a better uh of a better actor to portray either character yeah um well while i do miss michael duncan clark as kingpin i think vincent d'onofrio has done an excellent job oh my god yeah oh my god but dude i i am so excited for this show like i am beyond excited oh and this is where i wanted to talk about can we just talk about how like the multiverse saga is just basically like that's just like the placeholder for what this saga is actually called like this is the this is the daredevil saga because this motherfucker's in everything. Everything. They were like, Charlie Cox, we got you for the next yeah. three years. He was like, listen, bro, you're going to be in everything. Echo, yeah. She-Hulk, fucking his own 18-episode series. series. Fucking, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some other things that he was showing up in. Oh, like, I'm sure. <laughs> this is the Daredevil saga, dude. Well, Fuck the multiverse. Spider-Man at some point, too, so I'm sure he'll be in uh, that. Yeah, I would imagine at some point. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be in the Secret Wars and the Kang Dynasty. I mean, I, I would imagine yeah. they, they wouldn't With be bringing in everything together. Yeah. Exactly. They they wouldn't be bringing in all these characters for for just like small things. You know what I mean? I mean, Char- look at Charlie Cox. He's in like four fucking series and the motherfucker hasn't been in one of these series yet. Yeah. So, I mean, they, yep. they're they're showing a lot of faith in Charlie Cox as Daredevil, and I'm I'm so excited for not like only it. him, but I'm also excited for the uh, for the series and where it's gonna go. Yeah. Um, so this original series, it is a it's a basically a reboot. They're not. Uh, I don't believe that they're going based off of uh, the, the original three series. So okay. We'll see where this one takes us. Um, gotcha. The original series arrives spring of 2024 on Disney Plus. We got a wave. Super excited. Yep. Next All right. Up on the chopping block, Captain America: New World Order. I'm um, stoked. We see Sam Wilson returning as Cap. Um, no, again, no information. Um, so I, this is a continuation of the cap storyline probably shortly after i would imagine falcon and winter soldier yeah probably i so. i'm i'm excited i'm very excited although it being that far out like it, it so it, it's projected to arrive may 3rd 2024 mm-hmm. that far out new world order kind of i mean maybe it has something to do with secret invasion you know like maybe they're twisting so Maybe we'll see some sort of like tyrannical, you know, control by skulls or doom or something, you know? Yeah. We'll see. And I mean, Anthony Mackie, phenomenal actor. 100%. I love Anthony Mackie. Something on my microphone. (laughs) Uh, Did you see where I told you to stop picking your nose and putting it on the microphone, dude. Jesus. Uh, It's not right. Um, (laughs) Did you see where there was a news article or like a couple news articles that refused to call Anthony Mackie Captain America? Really? Yeah. They the way they worded it, there was a few of them. They kept saying uh Anthony Mackie plays Sam Wilson aka the Falcon will 
star in a new movie, Captain America. Wow. Not Sam Wilson, or not Anthony Mackie, will star as Sam Wilson, Captain America. Wow. And people were just... People were ripping these news articles apart. They were like, call him what he is. He's he, not the Falcon. He's not the Falcon anymore. He is Captain America. <laughs> so, yeah. That I'm, I'm excited. May 3rd, 2024. I'm excited. I, I, yeah. I like Captain America. And I think I think Sam Wilson's going to do the character. Do the character justice. Or Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mack. I, yeah, I think I he's gonna do the character justice. I'm I'm I think so. I'm excited. And the suit that he wears is fucking cool. Oh, it's I love it. It looks so cool. Very good. But yeah. no information on this other than May twenty or excuse me, May third, twenty twenty four, arriving yep. in theaters. So I like how they have a date. Yeah, right. Date. They they've May got 4th. a date for quite a few <laughs> of these. Like you can't just tell me May of 24. I'd yeah. be perfectly fine with just the month. Yeah, right? The exact day. I love it. <laughs> anyway. Like they, they've got quite a few of these movies yeah. that are like on the money with their time. Like, how do you know that there's not going to be a delay? How do you know? I mean, yeah, I think they just assume there won't be and then, yeah, we'll push it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, well. hopefully this doesn't happen, but. What happens yeah. if there's another shutdown? Like another lockdown of the world. And they'll all get pushed. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, uh, thank you for giving us a rough estimate of May 3rd, 2024. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, th they're usually pretty accurate. They're usually pretty accurate with the release of these. Yep. So same right. with this one. This is such a fucking random time for the next one. It really is. Uh, <laughs> July 26th, uh, 2024. Thunderbolts. Um, Super excited. You know, not many people are familiar with the Thunderbolts. Or Thunderbolt group, I guess you should call it. Because right. Basically, what the Thunderbolts are, are Marvel's Suicide Squad. Yeah. And there's been multiple iterations of the Thunderbolts over the years. Yep. One of them was led by uh, Zemo. Yep. One of them was led by Zemo. One of them's led by Thunderbolt Ross. Yep. You know, so there, there's Norman Hammer. Yeah, Luke Norman. Cage. Like there, there's been I think like five or six different iterations of. Which leads me to a question of when is Norman Osborn going to be introduced? Because I do know in the comic books that with the Thunderbolts, that is when U.S. Agent becomes the Captain America of the Thunderbolts. Right. Is he is hired um, by Norman Osborn to become the Captain America of the Thunderbolt right. crew. Well, if you watched, you know, the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, you see him come in as U.S. agent yeah. at the end. Right, right? exactly. But he's brought in by, I forget her real name, but in Madam the comics, Hydra. she's Madam Hydra. Yeah. So where are we getting, like, which Thunderbolt team is this? I So I feel like I, I have a theory that it's going to be kind of like a mix-up of everybody because we've got Thunderbolt Ross from not yeah. only the Eric Bana incredible hulk but also the mm -hmm. edward norton incredible hulk we've got him yeah. we've got uh wyatt russell 
playing yep. uh that's kurt russell's son for people that don't know we got wyatt russell playing u.s agent uh john walker yep. we've got uh what's his face playing zemo i don't know that guy's name i can't remember that guy's name but uh, we got uh, him yeah i know who you're talking about playing but... zemo so like i feel like my i i wouldn't really call it a theory it's just like a a thought is that we're gonna kind of get like a mixture of all of them yeah i mean so if you kind of look at the background of like all of the different thunderbolts right all the different groups so you've got zemo's thunderbolts um norman osborne hammer luke cage red hulk which obviously that's um thunderbolts yeah yeah um winter soldier punisher and then mayor wilson fisk yeah so there's a lot and when you look through the names right of like who's appeared in each thunderbolt you see some familiar names yeah some not so much right, right. so you've got batrock the leaper which we've seen him uh-huh um taskmaster we've seen that character um, i don't even know if we could say that we've seen that character <laughs> fair. um ghost we've seen ghost she was um, awesome yeah we've seen we've kind of seen an iteration of citizen v mm -hmm. but not really basically citizen v was baron zemo in disguise so. right um you know we've seen winter soldier um so again with all these different thunderbolt characters we've we've seen i really the one that we've seen the most of is red hulk's thunderbolts yeah because you've got ross deadpool electra and punisher but you've also got agent venom yeah which is if you don't know that's flash from spider-man yeah flash thompson yeah so i yeah i'm i don't know i'm curious to see what they do with that i think it's i think it's exciting though this is going to be the end of phase five which is something that we've never seen before in the mcu we're getting a bunch of characters that we know very little about i mean obviously yeah. we we know some of them like thunderbolt ross zemo yeah. and uh i mean we got a little bit of john walker in falcon and winter soldier yeah, as he's, he's u.s a, agent he's a whiny little bitch is what he is <laughs> yeah but we we haven't seen a lot of these other characters either they've never been introduced they've only been mentioned or they just don't they don't fucking exist yet <laughs> yeah like again like i said and each name that i named there was from a different roster right um there was many more that we haven't even remotely heard or seen yet, yeah so because, I mean, we we'll can't see. even Again, say we that have... we've seen Deadpool yet because he's no. not in the MCU. He's yeah. he's coming to the MCU, but we haven't actually seen him yet. So I can't even say that we know that he exists in the MCU, right. you know. But other, yeah. I mean, overall, though, I'm excited because this is a lot of the movies and shows coming into phase or rounding out phase four and then starting phase five. Mm-hmm people that we've never seen characters yeah. that we've never seen characters that have never been introduced in the into the mcu yet so we get to see a lot of new stuff 
sprinkled that's, that's in what with I'm, some. I'm liking because oh you yeah, know, we've we've kind of been stagnant in the fact that we've had the same characters for so many years. Right. And then the last, I don't know, two years, three years. Mm-hmm. We've been like I said, they've been kind of going out of the norm. Right. Of the 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 you know Fab Five basically. Right. Exactly. And, bringing in these new characters which i'm glad they're doing i'm glad we're seeing more than just you know iron man thor hulk iron yeah man, thor hulk captain cap, america cap like, cap thor thor like we've done like, that we're over it let's bring in some new characters right and you can you know splash in the originals but yeah and i actually funny funny that you say that because uh i was posting that shit all over my uh my personal facebook page uh like the the list of phase five stuff and the uh two guys that i used to work with one his one he was like dude i'm super excited for black panther i was like yeah Mm -hmm. me too bro like i was like that's gonna be lit and then uh the other guy he was like oh he was like i was starting to wonder where phase four was going because there was really nothing connecting anything and like i'm really hoping they don't like rush it along and i was like well i mean Phase five is two years worth of two, three years worth of content. And so is phase yeah. six. Like yeah. we, we are building up. We're, we're going to have Chock another. Full. Yeah. It's going to be another four to six years before we get to oh, the, the big event. And I'm he was 50 like years old walking with a freaking <laughs> stroller trying to watch freaking who knows what. And then he tried to argue with me. He was like, yeah, but that's not what we want. The, he was like the original saga took 10 years of buildup. And he was like, we need another 10 years of buildup. And I was like, the fuck we do? It it is going to be that, though. Like, just because it's... Just because it took 10 years to get to phase four. Like, we're we're going through three phases. Four, five, and six within three years. Yeah. So... And he was like, he was like, you you can't tell me that three to six years is good enough buildup for these next Avengers movies. And I was like, listen, dude. First off, it doesn't always have to come down to the Avengers. I'm sick of seeing the Avengers, man. (laughs) And basically what I said to him, I was like, we absolutely can get to that level in, in three to six years, because here's the thing. The first three phases of the MCU needed to take 10 to 12 years to build up because this is the first time we're ever seeing the formation of the Avengers. This exactly. Is, that's it, what it took that long. Yeah. Now that we've surpassed the base, they have a a solid base. Yeah, exactly. To stack upon with the rest of these. They're like, all right, we know we have something. Yes, it took a while. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. <laughs> we can now introduce not only known characters, but start bringing in these groups that no one's familiar with. Right thunderbolts you know and what um, i explained to him i said to him uh so i was like listen i said we don't need another 10 to 12 years of buildup because now for the first three phases iron man had three movies captain america technically had three movies thor had three movies fucking Mm -hmm. every fucking movie in those in those first three phases yeah Every movie in phase three were multiple solo adventures for a certain character. But now 
We've got TV shows. We don't need no. three movies to explain to us who Moon Knight is. We don't need three movies to explain to us who Miss Marvel is. We, we get a, a six to eight. nine episode show where each yeah. episode is an hour long. That is a full-blown story. And I said to him, right. with Moon Knight, they took a villain that was only in two comic book issues. Two comic book issues. And they made it an eight-episode series where he was the yeah. main villain yeah. and gave him a full-blown story. We don't need another 12 fucking years of buildup no. to get us to the next big threat. That's Not what the TV shows do are doing. TV series, again, eight episodes, 10 episodes, an hour long. Exactly. Hours and change, you know, maybe 45 minutes, right? Exactly. And when you're talking that we're watching these movies, movies over the past 10 years that are, what, two hours? Yeah. Two and a half. Exactly. You can tell a lot in eight episodes an hour at a time. One hundred percent. And they they've done a great job at doing that. I agree. We don't we don't need yeah. another twelve another twelve fucking years of build up. No. I don't want another twelve years of fucking build up. Not that I'm no. Not that I don't enjoy everything that they're throwing it's at not us. Needed. It's just an unnecessary build up that yeah. could be pushed down into a six year sentence. Yep. All right, so Thunderbolts, July 26, 2024. Yep. Next one. I'm happy. I'm on the edge of this one. I'm on. I'm on the. I'm on the edge with this one. Really? Um. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting another Fantastic Four. <laughs> and I say it like that because I know where this is going. Continue. We had so many chances now granted we haven't had mcu chances mm -hmm. with fantastic four right we've had marvel fantastic four but it wasn't produced by that. fox right which was pretty fucking bad <laughs> um yeah I, their their actor selection yeah you know it, it is what it is yeah right for the three um and then the latest, the last one we just had was just, let's wipe that one off I, of everyone's memory bank. I would rather go blind than watch that one again. Uh, yeah. So the so, first two, real quick, the first two, again, they were movies that we enjoyed because we were kids when they came out. Yeah. But watching them now, they're not <laughs> that great. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the fact that we got Silver Surfer. Yeah. That was cool. I, that was badass. That was cool. Um, but besides that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the last, like I said, the last one was just—I don't even—I got nothing on that. Right. Yeah. No, that and movie fucking sucked. It was terrible. It was um, so bad. And the reason I'm on the edge with it is because there's been so—it's it, kind of that buildup. We've had so much buildup for Fantastic Four mm -hmm. that I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> for it, you know? I, I wanted to do good. Do good, so please. Please do I, good. I am worried. I'm 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 worried. 
kind of because it's like an Adam Warlock type of situation where like, what the fuck took them so long to yeah. introduce the Fantastic Four? However, yeah, what well, what took them coming up on? I mean, it comes out in 24. So what took them yeah. 16 years? Yeah. yeah, what what took them 14, 15, 16 years, whatever. What took yep. them so fucking long? to introduce the fantastic four you know what i mean because they were also a part of the infinity war saga yeah in the comic books so you know i'm i'm worried that not only do they have an a, re, a release date of november 8th 2024 yeah. one they don't have a cast two they're still looking for a director the movie is written yeah but they don't have a director attached to it nor do they Nothing. have a full-blown cast so that we know of so i did see two reports and i mentioned one of them to you yeah uh, that one i saw as well however it's not 100 percent confirmed because so the two that i've How heard can it be, the know? two that i've heard number one somebody was cast as mr fantastic somebody and it was a big name person hopefully yeah. john krasinski i'm hoping it's john krasinski same but um you know so somebody was cast as mr fantastic uh that was a report that i actually saw today and i believe that was revealed today that somebody mm. had officially been cast as mr fantastic now we just need the other three to be be cast but um so the other one the one that i mentioned to you was um reports that Giancarlo esposito for those of you that don't know him he is stan edgar in the boys he was i i forget the character's name in breaking bad but he was the manager and like the meth overlord in breaking bad um i forget what his name was go ahead i'm i'm reading rumors about the movie but uh there are there were reports that Giancarlo esposito uh was in talks with marvel just this past weekend uh talking about three different villainous roles uh one of which being dr doom um i think that's a really good casting Purely because Giancarlo Esposito is a very, very, very good actor. However, I do not agree with it if he is cast as Dr. Doom. Mainly because Dr. Doom is a very important character. Dr. Doom's background is a very important plot point. He is a Romanian white male from latveria most likely gonna be sokovia in the mcu because if i'm not mistaken that's what uh latveria is in the mcu they changed it to sokovia for the sokovian accord um but with with a major villain like that you cannot take their background you can't change many things about a major character footprint like that you know what i mean yeah so 
I feel like if they if they do cast him as Doctor Doom, I feel like he'll nail it. I feel like he'll knock it out of the fucking park. However, you're gonna have a lot of fans upset. A lot of fans yeah. upset about the fact that his entire background is being changed because Giancarlo Esposito is not a white Romanian man, you know? So, I mean, I personally, if he could pull the character off, he could pull the character off. You know, I like the comic accuracy of characters. I believe that you could change certain characters but for for other characters you can't change that and that goes both ways you know what i mean that's like and here's where it gets a little controversial and this is where we got the warning yeah. you know sensitive topics you you cannot like you can't just race swap a character because you want to you know yeah. like that's that's like that's like me or doug being cast as black panther Think about the outrage that the black community would have having one of their superheroes changed into a white male. Not even a white male, any other race that is not of African descent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like what it's, what it's is rough. your thought? What is your thought on that? It it's I, it's a controversial thing to talk about. It makes people uncomfortable. You know, but I feel it, like it's, it's not just that, but like, I don't know. But you know, as many times as we've seen these characters changed for one reason or another, I, whether it's in the comics or not, I don't, I, just, I don't know. I don't know how to, how I feel about it because th they may do an excellent job as Dr. Doom. Right, right. You know, Victor, but you know the the background of the character in the comics it plays a lot into that character exactly you you can't just take the background of a character and do a a gender swap a race swap just because you want to just you gotta, i mean to a certain extent with some of these characters you have to follow the comic yeah like you like maybe an amazing actor he may do a great job Right. But at exactly. The same time, you're gonna have people not watching it because of one reason or another. Right. And so. you know, it's that that's the tough one. That that's the controversial thing, you know. I mean, I, I remember uh years ago they wanted a they wanted a black Batman. They wanted to switch the, the race of Bruce Wayne and make him black. Yep. Just because for no uh, for no reason other than just race swapping the character and both the black community and the white community were like why why would you do that make a new character you know what i mean like may, make yeah. a new character the only way i could see dr doom and his background being changed is if it's not victor von doom you know you, you got like a successor of the original Dr. Doom. Yeah. But nobody wants to see that. We want to see the Romanian Latvian ver version of Dr. Doom. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. I, I'm reading this article like as we're talking and it's just. So supposedly. 
John Krasinski is out. Really? Um, they're looking at Pin Badgley. 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 I can actually as, get behind that. I can get behind Reed. that. He's a yeah, very good who, actor. He is. Uh, I, I've seen him in a few things. He's a very good actor. Um, again, this is just reading something. This is actually off of uh, comicbook.com. Okay. Um, so I take, a, a, you know, they normally have their shit together. So yeah, Pin Bagley, Badgley as Reed Richards. Uh, Melissa... Yep. Ben Benway? I don't know. I think she's the girl that played um Supergirl on the Oh CW Melissa series. Benoit. Benoit, that's it. It's like I know I've heard it. I just can't fucking pronounce it. <laughs> uh <laughs> Melissa Benoit and Natalie Dreyer are in discussion for Sue. Oh, Natalie Dreyer's a good actress. That's the girl from Stranger Things. Let's see, Jarell Jerome appeared on the list for an unspecified role. I don't know who that is. I'm like looking up the names as I go. Think. Think, 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 think. Um, yeah, I don't know him. Huh. Who could you see Giancarlo Esposito playing? That's a tough one. Mm. I could see him playing a really cool villain, but I just can't think of who I could see him playing as. Um. I I don't know. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of like where he'd fit. Oh, well, yes, he's a great actor. I could see him playing the guy Bushman. Bush. Bushman. Raul Bushman from Moon Knight. Remember how I called him Bushmaker and Bushwhacker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I could see him playing Raul Bushman. I could 100% see him playing him. I mean, there's, there's, plenty of like you know black characters that he could play that i think he'd do a good job because he's a great actor oh 100 um, percent. And, and depending on if the you know well not depending we know mutants are coming um you've got bishop cloak deathlock like there's a bunch patriot um if you're wanting to go wait you know, isn't Giancarlo esposito haitian is he haitian he's either haitian or cuban i'm pretty sure okay I mean, his last name's Esposito. Fair. I'll give you the, uh, um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could see him. I, but I mean, Raul Bushman, I could see him playing Raul Bushman. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think that's a weird casting to be honest for me. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I don't think he would fit as dr so doom i mean dr doom again you got to keep he's one of those characters you have to keep as the comic accurate version because of the yeah. background the background plays a huge huge part in yeah. his story so uh, fantastic for reading real quick 
Dallas Bryce Howard was also thought to be in consideration for Sue. Dallas um, Bryce Howard. Yeah. And then Simon Baker is wanted for the role of Doctor Doom. Who? Simon Baker. Uh, he was he was in the, a show called The Mentalist. Um. I'm trying to think of what else he was in. Devil Wears Prada. He was in The Guardian. I'll look him up. Yeah. Um, what about Johnny Storm? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing in this article. Oh, Lo wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. Alleged list of options also included Logan Lerman for Johnny Storm. Oh. I don't know who, I don't know who that is. All right. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> I think this is the last one on our list. <coughs> no, I think we got like two more. Uh, well, so the, the last one we kind of already touched on a little bit, but uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, him in theaters November eighth, twenty twenty four. Yeah. All right, Kang Dynasty. Avengers Kang Dynasty, the first Avengers movie. Of two. Since Endgame. Yeah. Since Endgame. The first Avengers yep. film of two to come out in the same year. Avengers Kang Dynasty. This yep. is going to be the battle. I'm thinking. The battle between the Avengers and Kang the Conqueror. But this Probably. is where this is where I think that Dr. Doom is going to team up with Kang because that is a very big story in the comic books where Dr. Doom and Kang the Conqueror team up together. I think it's a crazy gap, to be honest. Going from secret invasion to where we're going. Yeah. Like we're, you're talking, what, four years? Three years. Uh, it's a crazy gap going from... Yeah. So... 23, I, I, two I knew years. Nothing about Kang. Two years. Yeah. 23 for Secret Invasion and then 25. Oh, is it 23? Yeah. And then 25 for both of the Avengers. Oh, it is spring of 23. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, I know nothing about Kang other than that he is a. He's more powerful than Thanos, by all means. Yeah. Again, Thanos needed the gauntlet to do anything. He was powerful. Like he right. was strong. He's a Titan. Right. Uh, but he needed the gauntlet with the infinity stones to do anything. Mm -hmm. Kang, on the other hand, can just like. Well, he's like a gone. time master. Correct. He is actually the, he is a descendant of Reed Richards. Yes. So. Which is, I believe. Again, this is them tying everything together. I believe that's also why uh, Dr. Doom becomes a part of mm -hmm. whatever his mission or plan is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know much about Kang. I just know that he's cool. He's powerful. <laughs> he's very powerful. We don't know anything about the new Avengers films. Um, mm -hmm. Kang Dynasty. We've been given no information either. So. Oh, yeah. These are uh, so the three films that were revealed for phase six, which. Uh, I believe Kevin Feige said more phase six projects will be revealed at D23 in September. Uh, yep. The Disney 
Disney uh, convention. Convention. Yeah. Uh, more details will be added to the Phase Six as well as Phase Five, I believe he said. So. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we got Fantastic Four and the two Avengers movies. They were revealed for Phase Six. Kang Dynasty yeah. comes out May second, twenty twenty-five, followed by Secret Avengers Wars. Secret Wars, yeah. which I am stoked this is, for. This is that gap I'm talking about, like from Secret Invasion to Secret Wars. Like, yeah, huge gap considering like that they basically precede one another in the comics. Yeah, that's um, a very big gap two years of other projects before we even see secret wars yeah there's and a lot going on that still continues the scroll fighting like between the illuminati right. like that tells me that hopefully the illuminati is around for this whole spiel. yeah right and i mean mm -hmm. i feel like they will be i i i can i could bet my bottom dollar bro that the fantastic four will be introduced before the movie actually comes out in some I mean, aspect. If anything, they should be introduced in Secret Invasion. At least a little bit. Because, I mean, look, uh, think about it. Daredevil, we're not getting a new show for two years. Until 24. We're not getting the Daredevil show. And he's going to be in two projects before... His, three projects before his show even comes out. Because he's also going to be in the animated Spider-Man freshman year show. Charlie Cox. Is, yeah is going to be voicing him in that it's as well himself, yeah so i mean we're getting we're, we're getting a lot of content uh with daredevil before his show even comes out so i feel like we're gonna have the same situation happening with the fantastic four it would only make sense to do that because yeah i mean you've got all these storylines where the fantastic four are you know either involved or mentioned so i don't know i feel like i feel like we're gonna get them before the movie itself actually comes out so i think we could rest easy with that one yeah, yeah. but dude so many things coming we just out have so much for the next two years i know and we didn't including even including the end of this year we also, I mean, we got all the animated shows, which we could touch on real quick. I'm, I'm not really interested in any of them aside from yeah, Marvel not, Zombies, but not really. we've got I Am Groot coming out. We've got, we've yeah. got Marvel Zombies coming out, which is going to be the first TVMA project, which for those of you that don't know, TVMA is the equivalent to an R rating, R -rating. for television. For uh, so... It shows that Disney is going in the correct direction in terms of bringing more adult content to Disney Plus and to the uh, the adults that want to see a little bit more graphic content. Uh, we've yeah. got Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is going to be an animated project as well. Uh, again, Charlie Cox is going to be appearing as Daredevil in that, voicing yep. Daredevil. Uh, Tom Holland won't be back as spider-man in that as well somebody else will be voicing him i think tom wants to take a break from being spider-man which i don't fucking know why, why. <laughs> like You're that's insane a ton of money do it man yeah dude for real I, I honestly remember seeing him and again this is you know that's the him and uh rihanna like not rihanna zendaya zendaya <laughs> yeah the fuck long day uh, Zendaya want to actually take a break from everything to start a family. 
Yeah, good for them. They're kids, man. They shouldn't be thinking about having a fucking family yet. They're younger than both of I'm us. Fucking, I know. Not that. Hey, man, whatever. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, also, we've got the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special coming out. They're probably going to talk. I feel talk. like that the, that's been announced for like three years. It was. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna show us a little bit about it at uh, D twenty three, as well as the uh, Werewolf by Night Halloween special. Uh, they believe that's going to be announced at D23 as well, with, uh, along with a trailer. So maybe we'll get to see Moon Knight in that because that's where he was introduced in the comic made books. Main man, Moon Knight. Main yeah. main man, Moon Knight. And um, there's also heavy rumors that that's where we're going to get to see a little bit of Deadpool 3 news. Ooh. So, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed. But... We're getting to the end of our segment here today. So we got to do our educational and our matchup. Our and matchup. then we're going to send you guys off. You're doing Marvel, right? I'm on Marvel. You're on Zadissi. Okie doke. So, we're... so in, in light of what, you know, what's coming, you know, I, I knew exactly which character I wanted to do, uh, for the information because obviously I'm not hugely familiar and obviously you've said you aren't as either. Okay. Um, if I could get to the damn thing, good Lord. By the way, I cut my finger on some cardboard. So that's <laughs> That just sucks. All right. Um, so I've got two so far. Okay. That I'm like bouncing between. between. Yeah. yeah. Cause <clears throat> well, one of the ones that I'm thinking is a duo. Oh, okay. And it's not Batman and Robin for those that, uh, is it the ambiguously gay duo? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that skit? No. Uh, what? Mad TV, I think. Oh, is it's that when Mad Batman TV? and Robin are gay? Yeah. <laughs> oh well, my no, god. It, it's just like that's what it's called from the the skit. It was the ambiguously gay duo. Oh my god. All right. Uh. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Hawk and Dove. Okay. Hawk and Dove okay. from Titans. So yeah. I'll go first, I guess. I'm good with it. All right. So Hawk and Dove, they debuted in showcase number 75, June of 1968. <clears throat> Their real names are Hank Hall and Don Granger. Hank is Hawk. Don is uh, Dove they're based out of Washington DC Hawk is six foot one Dove is five foot nine uh, 197 pounds for Hawk 120 pounds for Dove brown eyes Hawk blue eyes Dove brown hair Hawk white eye or white hair Dove 
uh hawk's powers and abilities are enhanced agility strength body density and vision as well as a healing factor dove has enhanced strength intelligence empathy uh she could fly and she could sense danger <laughs> her the allies are oh no i'm falling out of the air i can sense it <laughs> <laughs> holy shit i just got punched in the face <laughs> allies district of columbia police department hey, make me a superhero i feel like i can sense danger yeah yeah uh dead man and batman enemies alexander quirk condor swan <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this one, <laughs> but the Diak. Oh my God. It is literally spelled D Y A K. The Diak. Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster. The Hunter. Mr. Twister. <laughs> Jesus. Where do, they go? where do they come up with this shit? And the Fearsome Five. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the deck. So originally, um, Hank's brother was the first dove. His name is Don. Okay. Um, so when brothers Hank and Don discovered that criminals were planning to murder their father, Don wished they had the power to save him and divine agencies answered. Brash aggressive Hank transformed into Hawk, the avatar of war, while calm, rational Don, not Dawn, Don, became Dove, avatar of peace. They save their father and use their gifts in small town superheroes, gifts as small town superheroes, and in the Teen Titans. Don died during the Crisis on Infinite Earths. I do remember that. Although bereft, Hawk continued as a lone Avenger, growing ever more enraged, enraged without the stabilizing influence of his brother. Balance returned for Hank in the shape of Dawn, his, his lady. Okay. Dawn Granger, selected by higher powers to be the new Dove. And the two heroes reluctantly at first formed a new partnership. Mirroring Hank's relationship with his brother, the duo clashed over ethical questions with Hank favoring force and Dawn preferring path pacifism. Fuck, I can't read tonight. And reason. Yeah, I... What? I was going to say, that's where I'm at. I can't talk at all. <laughs> but they united to face fellow avatars Condor and Swan, as well as the mysterious Diak. Hawk and Dove encountered the Teen Titans while investigating a sinister mystery in the small town of Hatton Corners in the east of the United States, a case that returned to haunt them and which served to, to reignite their crusade against evil in the post-rebirth era against the reality-shredding threats of Barbatos, the Batman who laughs, and Perpetua. On the record... Also, they're new. Yeah. But the Bat who laughs... Yeah, well, no, I mean, they're not, Hank and, uh, Hawk and Dove aren't new, they're from 1968. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, you did say that, didn't you? That's, uh, that's in the Rebirth comics. Oh, uh, okay, I guess. And then there's a quick little on the record. 
uh pre-flashpoint don and or don and hank received their powers from the lords of chaos and order and joined the teen titans when don died during the crisis on infinite earths john granger took his place their partnership ended when don was seemingly slayed by monarch an evil future version of hank hank then became the time warping villain extant and was later killed only to be reborn as a zombie in the blackest night when he fought the new hawk and dove holly and dawn granger and was brought back to life by the power of the white light uh hank and dove's relationship was marked by tension but when combined they could be an unstoppable force for good that got real confusing real fast yeah it did <laughs> i was Jesus. reading that i was like well you guys lost me yeah so in light of everything going on and everything or seeing i figured i'd give us a little information on uh mr kang the time traveling conqueror let's go so real name nathaniel richards occupation conqueror <laughs> his base is mobile he is six foot three 230 pounds brown eyes brown hair first appearance was avengers number eight september 1964. uh his powers he is a master of time travel, suit provides enhanced strength, force field projection, and energy projection, typically armed with futuristic weaponry. Because, you know, he's a time traveler. Yeah, he travels through time. Born in an alternate timeline in 3000 AD, Nathaniel Richards is a descendant of Mr. Fantastic's father who bore the same name discovered time travel technology that enabled him to yeah <laughs> discovered time traveling technology that enabled him to journey virtually anywhere he liked in the time stream uh richard's first stopped first stop was in ancient egypt where he seized power and ruled for a decade as pharaoh ramatut uh, until forced to flee after fighting with the Fantastic Four. Arriving in the 40th century, he briefly became the Scarlet Saturian before settling on the name Kang the Conqueror. Kang found the century in turmoil and ease to, easy to subjugate. Uh, looking for new challenges, Kang traveled to 1901 Jesus. and established, established the city of Timely. Wisconsin. stupid yeah in his <laughs> guys victor timely so he named the town after himself oh my gosh <laughs> he assembled an elite warrior class the time the, stoppers <laughs> the anachronauts what yeah from all eras of history before returning to the 40th century, where he fell in love with Princess Ravona. Oh my god. After, of course. After her death during a revolt by Kang's troops, he tried and failed to become the consort of the Celestial Madonna Mantis, killing the original swordsman in the process. The future version of Kang, calling himself Immortus, tried to thwart his younger self Okay, interesting. Yeah, so <laughs> he tried to thwart his younger self's 
aggressive schemes, but Kang would not be contained, and he assembled the original Legion of the Unliving. I'm so confused right now. There's a Weird. lot going on. Time travel will do that. <laughs> this dude changed his name like a thousand times. Yeah, he, he's literally gone back and forth in time and finally <laughs> falls in love. She gets killed by his own damn troops. And then he tries to deal with his younger self so it doesn't even happen. Oh my God. Um. So a little bit more, it's... Kang gathered the alternate versions of himself from branching time streams and formed the Council of Kangs. They killed the duplicates deemed unworthy until only the Prime Kang remained. Kang joined with Libra, the Supreme Intelligence, and the Avengers to prevent Immortus <laughs> and the Timekeepers from wiping out the multitude of alternate realities. Oh During the battle, Kang and Immortus's histories diverged. Divergence. They talked about that in Loki, by the way. Okay. Uh, the young Avenger called Iron Lad oh turned God. out to be an adolescent Kang, and he <laughs> fought to separate himself from the future self. Jesus oh, this Christ. Is so this is so fucking confusing. Yeah. You chose the most confusing character. I'm not going to remember any of this. But I'm with it. There's, there's talk of Vision, Black Bolt, Adam Warlock, Multiverse, Inhumans. So that's, they're using Kang to tie everything. everything. Yep. Cool. Insane. Alrighty. Yeah. All right. So take a page, any page. Uh, page um, 94. 94. 87. Ooh. I got a good one. That's a lot of fucking writing. Wait, 94, you said? Yeah. <laughs> what is this guy? <laughs> I'll have you know, I have the choice between a very well-known character and a very well-not-known character. <laughs> and... And I'm going with the not known. All right. You go first. <laughs> okay. We, we've got today. Count Nefaria. What? His real name is Count Lucino Nefaria. His occupation is criminal and former head of Nefaria family of Magia. Um, Uh, his base is just as various, including a castle in Italy. He's six foot two, 230 pounds, blue eyes, black hair. First appearance was the Avengers number 13. So he didn't show up far after King. That's interesting. Huh. Uh, superhuman strength, speed, and resistance to injury. Projects laser beams from eyes, regenerates after injury. It just said resistance from injury. Regenerates <laughs> after injury. Oh my god. I, just, I wanted to repeat that. 
<laughs> Drains energy from other beings powered by ionic energy. Uh, Italian nobleman, nobleman, Count Nefaria uses fortune both to finance technology research and to make himself a power in the Magia crime syndicate. Nefaria's wife, Renetta, died giving birth to their daughter, who would grow up in America as Whitney Frost before eventually becoming the Magia leader, Madame Mask. In retaliation for the Avengers' opposition of the Magia, Nefaria framed them for treason. How did one guy frame an entire group hmm. for treason? Anyway, the Avengers were cleared, but Nefaria was publicly exposed as a criminal. Imagine that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Amongst his grandest schemes, Nefaria captured Washington, D.C. and held it for ransom and later took over North American Defense <laughs> Command Base at Valhalla Mountain. Oh On both occasions, God. he was thwarted by the X-Men. <laughs> Later, Nefaria had Professor Ken the 30 endow him with the powers of the Living Laser, Power Man, and Whirlwind. Oh my God. And again, so he did all of this as a normal person. And again, battled the Avengers. Soon afterward, he was killed. <laughs> <laughs> However, he was returned as a superhuman by the Ionic Power. He later became the kingpin of crime in Los Angeles. Huh. All right. Okay. So my character of choice is Dr. Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate. Nice. This All chair right. Is killing me. Let's give some reading material for Dr. Fate. All right. So, he debuted in More Fun Comics number 55, May 1940, as, I guess, himself, as Dr. Fate. <laughs> as himself. Yeah, because <laughs> now there's, like, there's... What? Oh, that was as Dr. Fate. As... Uh, as his normal self, he didn't appear as his normal self until Convergence Aquaman number two in 2015. What? <laughs> Real name, Khalid Nassau. Base, Tower of Fate, Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> okay. Imagine that. Five foot five, damn. A hundred twenty pounds, dude. Is this what we, we call that a pocket king? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking brown hair, brown eyes, black hair, powers and abilities. The helmet of fate bestows powers of flight and healing, ability to channel and redirect wind, fire, water, earth, and lightning. Other magical abilities include phasing through walls. Allies, Kent Nelson. Enemies, Anubis, Naboo, Upside Down Man. So I guess he's cool with Right Side Up guy. Yeah. And uh, Affiliations, Justice League Dark. 
Naboo returns. Khalid proved to Naboo that there was still a chance for humanity. As a result, Naboo ceded control of his power in order for Khalid to officially become Dr. Fate. Down the millennia, the gods of Egypt have chosen brave champions to wear Naboo's golden helmet and accept the sacred duty of protecting the world as Dr. Fate. When Khalid Nassau was chosen, his world changed forever. He discovered that he now possessed incredible element-controlling powers and soon found himself a member of Justice League Dark. Uh, there's so much to read here, so I'm just trying to, like, skim say, through just, some shit. Yeah, I, I'll go ahead and tell you Dr. Fate would kick the shit out of what's-his-face. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Fate is a strong DC character. Oh, yeah. Um, so the Tower of Fate. The Tower of Fate has no doors or windows. Its interior is only accessible by magic. Once inside the tower is a twisted maze of stairways and hallways. The Law of Physics seem not to apply uh future fate a doctor fate exists as far into the future as the 31st century the alien doctor fate is a proud member of the galactic defenders known as the legion of superheroes uh okay here we go i'll i'll read um the on the record several heroes have served as naboo's host Assuming the role of Dr. Fate over the years, Kent Nelson found the helmet of fate in an Egyptian archaeological dig and began his career as Dr. Fate in the 1940s. When Kent died 40 years later, the helmet passed to Eric Strauss, who mystically merged with his stepmother, Linda Strauss, to become the second Dr. Fate. Uh, help me, stepbrother. <laughs> help me, stepmom. Wow. After Eric was okay. killed, Linda continued as Dr. Fate and came into conflict with the God of Chaos and possessed Benjamin Stoner, the evil anti-fate. Really? That's original. On Linda's death, Kent Nelson's wife, Inza, briefly succeeded her, after which smuggler Jared Stevens served as the reluctant fate until the late 90s when he was murdered. Hector Hall, son of the Golden Age Hawkman and Hawk Girl, took the role next, and after he was depowered by the Spectre, Kent Nelson's grandnephew, Kent V. Nelson, became Naboo's host. On Earth 2, Khalid Ben Hassan donned a helmet that imbued him with Naboo's essence. He became that world's Dr. Fate and joined the superhero team, the Wonders of the World. Mystery man Kent Nelson was a proud member of the first generation of superheroes and a founding member of Justice Society. We've got another... We've got another Nelson. Jesus. I'm <laughs> over the Nelsons. Alcoholic. Former wow. psychologist Kent V. Nelson was at rock bottom when he found his great uncle's helmet. Soon he rose to become the new Dr. Fate. So I guess he okay. maintained his alcoholism. All right. <laughs> so uh, based off of what we've learned off of both characters, I would say that Dr. Fate has that one in the bag. Whichever one chooses. Yeah. 
whichever Doctor Fate, whichever Nelson, yeah, whichever they fight, Nelson uh, or other one happens to take control <laughs> yeah, of the um, helmet. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Doctor Fate's got that one in the bag. Yeah, one hundred percent. No question. No question on that one. <laughs> so that was a lot, dude. I agree. That was why. Why are we? Oh, okay. That, that was a lot to go. Dude, today, that was we a big podcast, a bro. Oh, yeah, we knew it was going to be a lot. I am tired, though. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry, too. I mean, she's like, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I'm hungry. It's All right. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning into Thanks, this guys. podcast. It was a three-hour podcast, man. We had a lot to talk about, though. While you sit on the shitter at work when you should be working. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of exciting things coming from Marvel. We got a lot of cool things happening, man. It's I'm super excited for both Phase 5 and 6, and Phase 6 yep. wasn't even fucking revealed, really, aside from Fantastic no. Four and the two Avengers movies. Yep. So, got a lot to come. And got a lot of exciting stuff coming. Uh, thank Ladies you guys. He is Browns. I'm that Doug dude. I'm Browns. And this was <laughs> Hero Hour Escape from Reality. You yep. guys have a fantastic rest of your weekend, which most day, of you will probably listen you're... to this Monday. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. And we will see you not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday. Mm -hmm. Later. Bye.